Max RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Thank you for joining us for Season 18, Episode 11 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. I'm Proby Tim. See, it's been so long I forgot, but I go next. You go Sorry. next. This Oops. is Gina. I'm Stubby Pork. And I'm Kimmy. Stubby Pork. Did you say what? Stubby Pork? Stubby Pork, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, we are oversharing tonight on the Happy Dice RBG podcast. Wow. Is there such a thing? Can you really, can you really overshare? I'm, I'm entirely well-endowed pork, just so that's out there. Well, it, it has, it has pork at the end of it, so you know you're good. That handle might stick. Oh. You've had stork for how many Stubby years? Pork. <laughs> Stubby pork. pork. SP. We're late. Sorry for those of you who are yeah, watching uh, live. I, I blame myself. I was sitting on your porch for 15 minutes, and I, I, it's my fault. It's not your fault. It's, yeah, it is. I should unlock the door. Well, the, yeah. well, there's that. He saw the sign that says hippies use side door. He's like, <laughs> you don't have a side door, a-hole. <laughs> I tried climbing over your uh, your electric, but uh, I didn't. I figured I'd get shot. I didn't want to. Well, I got. The, I'll, I would release the hounds before I would shoot. Release the hounds. <laughs> Damn, he's already hides. Get the hippie. In this episode of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, Griever writes in about subtle mind control of PCs. Steve SW writes in about an Apocalypse World-inspired system for dealing with missing players. John asks about building a group of players, not characters. Walt from Rhode Island asks about <laughs> diversity at the gaming table. And blind... Blood, blood drug? Blood drug. Blood sure. drug? Why not? Drug? It's gotta be drug. It's a rhyme. Blyde Droog? No, that makes no sense. No, blood drug blood, makes blood sense. No, Sends drug. in his take on ambushes and captured in RPGs. How did these people know to email us? I don't know, Stu. How how do they do this? Is 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 it like magic? No, they listen to me give out the email address happyjacksrpg at gmail dot com. Yes. And they sent emails, and we get them. Well, unlike you, or unlike me, they actually pay attention to what you say. <laughs> no wonder what? they get here. I always send them to myself. And they I'm sorry, but you show content. So happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're also on the Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Yep. And we're on the Instagram, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Mm-hmm. And we're also on Facebook. You can just look for Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. You'll find a group, mm-hmm. and you'll find a page. a page. There's both. Yes. Uh, then also, if you want to watch the show live and you want to sit in front of a blank screen watching a die spin around for 20 minutes. <laughs> 42. <laughs> Before we start, you go to happyjacks.org slash live. Live. And you can watch that die spin around live no, for 20 act- minutes. It doesn't spin around. It Can't just, they, it's they, stagnant. They can talk to Oh, the thi- talk just, to but it glows. Right? It doesn't, oh, no, not until we start streaming. Oh, not until we start. Yeah, streaming, but it's got so. a really great wait screen. It's really pretty. It doesn't do anything, but it's pretty. You right. know, wasn't it longer than twenty minutes though? You know, yeah. I, I yeah, want somebody to go on Grinder and, and type in what? "Happy Jack" with two words and just see what happens. Not now. I'm now. Just type in "Stubby Pork." Stubby Pork. Stubby Pork. Stubby pork. Yeah. Stubby Pork. That's a good one. It's certainly better than Tubby Stork. So, <laughs> if you would like to, if you would like to uh, watch the show live, go to happyjacks.org/live and watch mm-hmm. the show every Friday night at eight p.m. ish. Yeah. Pacific time. And uh, it will be. It, we've actually been really good about starting everything on time until. No, no, we have not been. Uh, we've been better. We've been closer. Improvement. We haven't been this late. No, but there, there have been technical s- difficulties. To be yeah. technology. Yeah. Well, we technical switched to a PC because yeah. Stu like serves there better, and so we turned it on, and it's oh, still we, updating. This camera's out of sync. Can you fix it real quick? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. 
Oh, oh, no, you can't? Is it Pretty good. I'm, I'm, won't I'm, do that? I'm much better. Oh. We actually had fixed those problems. There are also super entertaining people in the chat room, though. Yes, waiting. there are. So they were entertaining themselves. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. They were. Well, but just so you, you all know, we switched back to the Mac for tonight. Because this is still streaming. Oh, look, oh it's, just finished. It's done. Oh, it's done. Look at that. Of course it did. We'll look see. That. We'll see. <laughs> It, it, it felt it see, got competitive could, if all it was, of a If this was a PC, what you could do is just plug the other one in and get it streaming and then just unplug the <laughs> just cables. Unplug the and, and this computer would go, ah, you didn't unplug the cable. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite uh, thing about Mac. Yeah. Oh, you unplug a USB cable, cable, which you're supposed yeah. to be able to yeah. unplug. We finished it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway. We, we started so late, we've emptied a bottle of wine I already. already. Oh, it's going to be a good Pre-show. show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did Flying Jackalope wants to know, how come you never wear the shirt you, that uh, he bought you from your little I shows? did. I did, like, on the second or third Twitch. I'll wear it again, I promise. Okay. Um, the, the, um, I forget what I was going to say. It was kind oh. of needy, wasn't it? How come you never wear the I shirt did. I bought you? I did. I'll wear it again. <laughs> How come I've never seen the shirt that he bought you? How you come have? he didn't buy the oh, rest I, of his shirts? You, you were know here. what? You were sitting right there each week. <laughs> who, who was that? Who was that that said that? Uh, Flying Jackalope. Flying Jackalope, where's my shirt? <laughs> come on. You can't know shirt the, well, What you need to do is accidentally post your, your personal Amazon wish list rather than the Happy Jacks one on the forum oh, and someone will buy you something. There you go. <laughs> OMG, this is Tim's wish list. Is that it's what on happened? Amazon. That's... Did you actually accidentally yeah. post? You don't, don't you have That's a fez? That's brave. I thought you had a fez. He's got a couple. Because Tom I says your, sh- your shirt needs a fez. I have a fez I'm not allowed to wear because it, it's actually, well, I, I suppose I could wear yeah. it. Who would, no one would, I mean, there's not, no, no great Shriner conspiracy that's going to come in here and poison You're me. a Shriner? No, I'm not. But my dad was. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I have I have his Shriner fez. I'm telling you, we should still. Can you just take the Shriner logo I know. off of it? Now you know. <laughs> just take the, the Shriner logo thing off. Oh, but it's all embroidered. Buy another wear it fez. Back, wear it backwards so the. Yeah. Uh, what I want to do is I want to get one of Jason Rogers' fezomatic mm-hmm. fezes. Because <laughs> he makes those. He custom embroiders fezes. No. Yeah. Fezomatic. That's the thing where the head tips back and it gives you the candy. No. Oh, that's pezomatic. Sorry. Yeah. I, sorry. I just. Wasn't that Wendy O. Williams? She would come out and like. Uh, <laughs> Shaving cream? Wasn't that the Pesmatics? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Did anyone play anything in the last week? Since last yeah. since last we we talked? Uh, what do you ask? Oh you yes. mean games. I'm yes, sorry, games. I was I was thinking of Yeah, no Stubby, not your other stuff. Stubby Pork? Yeah. Yeah, Stubby Pork. <laughs> that was his porn name. <laughs> you and the hedgehog. It was so much better than tuna cam. <laughs> Rolled so much oh more trippingly off the tongue. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Or Jif Don't jar. judge me. <laughs> I got to meet the hedgehog Tuna once. Can. Did you really? Yes. You met Ron Jeremy? Actually, I met him a couple times, yeah. Where? Why? Okay, how long has this secret been kept? Do what? we really want to know? Oh, no, we do want to know. I've met a lot of people. Yeah, I we guess. Do. Yeah. No, because, uh, you know, books, book sales, lots of people wrote Give it books. Give like two minutes. Yeah. He wears pajama bottoms everywhere. Well, he has to. Yeah. Because yeah. they just come off so and quickly. No, it'd, it'd be too binding otherwise. The name, <laughs> the name is apt. He's a hairy the hedgehog. man. Yeah. I've been told he's a narcoleptic. Oh. Which makes I sense, which explains him. why he was such a great yeah. porn star, because he, he would get excited and, <laughs> and then they'd reset cameras, right, and wake him up, and get off he go yeah, again. I, well, see, he always sounded like he had, he, he like, horrible sleep apnea. Maybe that was mm. Coke. I don't know, but uh, yes, that'd be my guess. But I would. But he always. How does someone like this? Like there's no septum in there. Yeah. And 
Because he burned it out. Right. Yeah, <laughs> or, or it could be sleep apnea. Or it could be that we're not paying attention oh. to the dialogue in a porn movie except no. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's riveting. That's the best. I'm, I'm going to put my money on Cole. <laughs> we, should, not, we should stop this I'm now before we, get, before we like, discover way too many creepy things about ourselves. I like the fact you've, you've met him. That's awesome. Did you get did an you autograph? Get uh-uh. <laughs> did, you do? did you shake his hand? Uh, uh, I think I did, yeah. Uh, I, did you I wash just, it with like lava soap? Did you say, for hours hey, you're on Jeremy? I recognize you. No, I shook on Jeremy's hand, but I accidentally dissed Paul McCartney and didn't shake his hand because I didn't understand what was going on. Oh. Why so were I, Paul I did Mc- one of those. Why were Paul McCartney and, and Ron Jeremy McCartney? in the same room together? I don't no, it wasn't in the same room. It was a different time. <laughs> it's the Beatles and Paul like, convention. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's Sorry. in Vegas. It's in they Vegas. They have a Beatles Once convention a and a porn convention right, right next, next to each other. <laughs> that could happen in Vegas. It totally could. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Pornography. So no games. And lyricies. Any yeah, games. games. I've, been games. Wor- I've been working on games. Yeah. Do you need a games? I want to hear about your working on games first. No, you go, please. Really? Mm-hmm. Gaming? No, I think you should argue better. about it more for a Yeah, it'll be G- great. No, yeah. you go first. Fascinating. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, Blades in the Dark, which I got to talk about last night with Miss Kimmy. That was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a Powered by the Apocalypse Some game. But, oh, about scoundrels and thieves. So it's like uh, you play a gang of uh, scoundrels. So you're a type. You get to pick whether you're wreckers or assassins wait, or wait, thieves. Wait, 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 wait. What system is this? Uh, it's powered by the apocalypse, mm. but it's got a lot of tweaks. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um, I like the scoundrels and thieves part. That's cool. No, it's a lot of fun. Me. It's uh, so uh, you are always scrapping to. You're not just improving your character when you're playing the game. Um, you're improving your gang, or you're working on your gang and your hideout and your territory and um, you hunting know, for so aspects. No. Aspect that's hunting. That's fate. <laughs> that's fate. Oh, sorry. That's fate. Yeah. When, when you get your yeah. hippie game straight, right? Hippie. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Burning Man. I really probably should have been at Woodstock. Sorry. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's a, uh, the game is a lot of fun, and one of my favorite people runs it. Uh, his name's Colin. Uh, Colin Jessup. If he, he runs a lot of games at Strategicon, if you ever get to play with him, you totally should. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the guy that. Uh, I referenced this last night. Probably the one of the things I've learned when I when I step behind the GM screen again. You what you're going to do this year? I am. I committed. This is her right. okay. resolution. Is, is, is that your New Year's resolution? Awesome. Well, next. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, no, we have one, good. We have like be... 24 more hours left. I know. I'm going to get. So. Yeah. Oh, what? Do it. We, we were like, year. that's a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Really? But uh, we still have that. We still have the Swedish volleyball players. No, for sure. Well, the 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 Valkyrie. Yeah. Co-ed Valkyries. Yeah. Still no have the concept. Heard. Yeah, it's a good concept. But no, he does this thing. We uh, tease him that's dark side candy. Uh, that he is very good about trying to push you uh, buttons of your character that would not necessarily be in your best interest, <coughs> but it is absolutely who your character is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that. I like you know because you're especially if you a lot of us have grown up playing fantasy. And it's a, a lot of it is really heroic. So playing things where you have darker aspects to your character and you get to push those buttons and you have somebody else kind of pushing against you uh, sometimes 
tempting you to do that, I think is a lot of fun. So One of the really cool things about Power of the Apocalypse is that, I don't know if it's quite a rule, but, yeah. but the GM will quite literally single each player out yeah. and push their buttons, and it, they have to, to get the story moving. And yeah. that doesn't always happen in D&D. There's a lot of times where you can just kick back and just sort of ride on the coattails of the other people that are maybe. But with Apocalypse, they're like, and and and, and Gina, and all of a sudden you you're like, absolutely what? Get, and you, you absolutely, and they yeah. start and they it's start pushing you. It's easier to get the allies without <laughs> having to. And I love myself some Savage Worlds, but without having to go interludes. Right. Um, where that's just kind of part of the the setup and the gameplay. Oh, and, and it's quite it's quite easy. And in fact, many times you just show up and you're tired and you're like, I'm just going to kick back yeah. and like I'll let Tappy take the lead because it'll be easier. <laughs> <sighs> and then you're like, what did I, what just happened? Why did you? Oh no! Right, but but with Apocalypse, they come through and single everybody out. And Fate does it as well. But that's one of the things that's really interesting because that doesn't happen with a lot of games. Stu's very good. In, mm-hmm. in a non-apocalypse game, of making of asking people, so what are you going to do? What are you mm-hmm. doing? What this is what happens to you, but not every GM does I think, that. I think no, apocalypse I think that's is such a great quality mm-hmm. uh, for a GM in any game mm-hmm. yeah. to have, though, to kind of recognize when to kind of draw people out and uh, push back and engage. Because there are people that don't give want their to character be, yep. a moment, mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. make yep. them <laughs> give them something to do that game. Yep. <coughs> yep. How many, so, yeah, t- how many times really you play games where your character didn't really do anything? You know, oh, you're on a dungeon sure. crawl and you yeah. didn't do anything, and that happened day after day after day, and Apocalypse makes sure that doesn't happen. I think yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I mean, I've, I've certainly failed at that, doing, at running games. No, where you're not perfect, but you've done really, <coughs> you're, 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 you've learned from your mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think that's a story game thing, mm-hmm. and it's not just I an Apocalypse so. game yes. thing, but yeah, where the story is the thing and maybe it's the smaller groups in part because I have definitely seen that fall apart when the table gets a little bigger. You can't spread spotlight sometimes when it's five people, uh, let alone six. Those games uh, are exhausting on the GM mm-hmm. for that very reason, trying to make sure everybody's happy. It's yeah. it's it's like it's like sister wives. You've got eight wives you need to keep happy and you're jumping back and forth between all of them and all of them are angry at you at some point. <laughs> Start goes to sister wives. Uh, it, wow. Come on, it's a reality show. I'm not... This isn't... What? No, it what? is. No, I'm absolutely aware of that show on all reality TV shows. <laughs> Stubby, Stubby Pork comes to the rescue. They are. They are my... my Stubby Pork. Bad, badly kept secret that I love It's really more Pubby Stork. I think it's really, it's <laughs> really my... Is, that's much better than Stubby Pork. <laughs> I don't know. Too, too late now. Well, for you, it's better. For us, it's not as good. It's from Pubby Stork. Yeah. Right. I mean, Spoonerism. Unerspism is a Spoonerism. Spooner, yes. It's, it's a, a pun. It's, it's a... Unarized Spoonerism. Lachaim. Six nine. Spend it with Happy Jacks. Six like, nine? Um, six, six nine. Six nine. Six nine. <laughs> what? What's Hanukkah. the square root of six nine? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Eight something. What? And it is, too. <laughs> that's what makes what it funny. It is, that's true. Featured emails, See, subtle mind control of PCs. I was just yeah. about to read it. Okay. <laughs> subtle mind control of PCs from Griever. I have to use my iPad because I only bring that for things. Or is it Griever? I stole your airtime. No, from Griever. Griever. It's Griever. It's Driever. It's Griever again. It's Driver. Since last time I emailed you that Kingdom Hearts GURPS game fell apart because, well, statting up every hundreds of heartless and main monsters in that game and a bunch of Disney characters was kind of a tall order for a guy who kind of understands the theory of GURPS but not entirely how it works in play 
to a bunch of players who are disinterested in the game of GURPS oh, to no. begin with. Oh, no. Well, there is that problem. I'm sure you run into this. The group of people who think GURPS is a complicated game that requires college-level mathematics. It does not. I never passed not. a college-level mathematics. No. <laughs> That's not true. I took um, college algebra, and it was mostly about card counting. And um, he, he, card Oh, you went counting. to that school? No, I, it, I, that was Harvard. No. no. Or <laughs> MIT. That was MIT. Yeah, that was MIT. Uh, no, but uh, I, I took pre-calculus because I'd taken it in, in high school, and I got an F. Because first off, it was an 8 a.m. class, which I learned never take an 8 a.m. class in college. Especially, Why would you do that? Well, I didn't, didn't think I about it. You're a freshman. Did you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> you show up, you're like all excited. And of course, yeah, tail and wagon. It, and it's pre-cal. Right. But it's certain, it turns out it's not the same pre-cal you take in high school. Ooh. It's no. a lot more complicated. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I, I um, just stopped showing up. <laughs> and, I, and I got an F and I retook. Did I get an F or I dropped? I don't remember. But anyway, I had, I had to take a math class for the general education Right, class. they have that sweat hog class. That, all good colleges have a sweat hog class for, for people that are good at ma- or bad at math. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm good at math up to, right. like, geometry after that. Well, my school had one about balancing your checkbook. Uh, and, and if you could do all of these things, consumer you pass. Consumer math. It was yeah. consumer well, math. I forgot what the name was. This was called college algebra, but okay. a lot of it was, was um, about uh, figuring out Probabilities, mm-hmm. and anytime it was probabilities, he'd always use card games. He'd always use some sort of gambling thing. Okay. And like, okay, this is actually kind of useful. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Never drawn an inside straight. Where did I learn it? In college. You can say that with a straight face. Money, oh. well, money well spent. Right. Or a royal flush. Face. I'm royal the person flush. you don't want to play foil with, rush. then, because I, I just go by what my gut says. And win yeah, <laughs> all the time. He's pretty good. I, yeah. I, I, I just don't get it. But over 60 years of games, I would beat you. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. You play so much better. All I have is these five cards years. that have the same suit. I don't yeah. know what that is. I just... Oh, you, know, you have too many hearts. You need to get rid of some yeah. of those. <laughs> What's a frush? Make, make your fidgeting useful. But anyways, oh, on okay. to my question. God, there's more? Okay. But wait. Yeah. To start, I'll give you a concept that made me think of this idea to begin with. Mm-hmm. The game is New World of Darkness, Promethean the Created. I love that. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, I always wondered, uh, That's what I looked at that book, and I'm like, it doesn't look like it's a very, I mean, you play a bunch of like, you play a bunch of Frankensteins, of, of Frankensteins who are like, yeah. we're a party of Frankenstein. No, you could, all, you could also be replicants. But yeah, but m- yeah. much like any other World of Darkness game, there's going to be several different types of Frankenstein's that you can well, play. Well, yes, there's and they have different factions. Factions and, and, right. and all oh, kinds yeah. of other stuff. So you can play the typical bolt-in-the-neck Frankenstein, or you could play, you know, uh, right. a replicant. Or I, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know Promethean. I'm kind of going... I actually have it. I got it. I got it on sale. I got it 80% off at Game Empire because he was getting rid of all of his white ones. As long as it's better than Ridley Scott's Promethean movie, you, you can't go wrong. I don't know if I finished that one. Oh, it's truly awful. I um, think it was that awful. And I love me some Ridley Scott. Truly awful. <laughs> you know, he did the uh, 1984 Macintosh commercial. Uh huh. One of the Super Bowl. I know. I love. I love me some Ridley Scott, and I will forgive him. But he better come out with something good soon, because otherwise, I'm getting. <laughs> he's going to end up on my Tim Burton page. Uh, that commercial. Was <laughs> awesome. You can address all the hate mail to Stork. Yes. Don't like Tim Burton. I don't anymore. think many people poor. like that movie. Prometheus. No, but I just bashed Tim Burton. Oh, sorry. I didn't mind. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. The elevator pitch for this game is you play a bunch of Frankenstein monsters. Okay. 
mm-hmm. who journeyed to become human through a pilgrimage. One of the major setting details with these creatures is a thing called disquiet. To put it simply, disquiet is an aura. I have to cough really bad. Hold on. <laughs> <coughs> While you're doing that, the weather changes. As, as, as a as a sub sub uh, category of this, there was a small commercial that came out for the Apple iPod, I think, uh, with Frankenstein's monster. Oh, that commercial! And, and it's uh, it's uh, oh my god, his name fell out of my head. He's uh, he played the big brother in um, in and everybody loves him, and he's a really big guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I did Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Garrett. Brad Garrett plays the plays the creature and comes out, and it's and it's a tearjerker. You watch no, this thing. He he lovely. stumbles into the town square playing his iPod and tries to sing. So in keeping with the iPod, the the Macintosh commercial and Frankenstein. See how we brought this together. Everybody, look it up. It's uh, Brad Garrett, <coughs> Frankenstein. Uh, Apple commercial. Yeah. And one of the major setting cry. one <laughs> of the major setting details is with these creatures is then called disquiet. To put simply, disquiet is an, an aura that makes all living things despise the monsters for just existing. Like a fear aura for dragons. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If left to stay in the area, the whole place would turn into a wasteland because all of the plant life dying and other various things. One story example in the book is a police officer sees a young hooker at a street corner and approached her with the intention to help her. But when he got close, suddenly his mind was filled with an irrational revulsion and he ended up spitting at her and walking and walked away in disgust and was left questioning later what the heck he did that. Why, why the heck he did that? Can I ask so a it's, question? Yes. Is the hooker one of the, the creatures? Yes. I would yes. yes. Like yes. A, that's so what it's, it's okay. kind of like the inherent revulsion uh, to anything that is unnatural. Right. It's kind of like mm-hmm. something like that. It's yeah. un- like the uncanny valley. The, the people are talking about in the, the CGI in, in the new Star Wars movie. Why they don't look like people. Even though they're close. Right? They're mm-hmm. close. But you look at it like, mm, that's not right something's there. not right there. There's just, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you I didn't mean, even didn't notice. Peter I didn't have a problem with it. Like a I, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't notice. But I didn't think they looked right. I didn't notice. I don't I think thought, I would have even known about. I didn't know that one, I don't want to say anything. I didn't know that that one of the one of the actors had died. Really? I no. Think that's the only reason no, I think I noticed that one. Because I didn't notice anything. I was just like, oh. He's dead. Watch it the entire movie? time. But my husband, who does yeah. CGI for a living, was super annoyed the whole time. No, yeah. me too. I it's was like, not, distracting, totally out of the... It's just not yeah. ready. It's not It's not ready. Yeah. It's close. Anyone who thinks it's ready is wrong. You know, it's really close, because people that didn't know he died bought into it. People that knew well, he see, died I, didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that's he crazy. died. I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's something's <laughs> wrong with that guy. <laughs> and then I'm like, what... Just because Wait, you can't. No, no, because he was old in the movie. There's not. Yeah, that but can't you be need him. To, you need to do that. Do a look alike. Look, I remember when when when, when Smeagol, you know what? when Smeagol came out, yeah. I bought into it completely. Okay, but Smeagol's not Smeagol's human. A yeah, Smeagol's not exactly. human. Smeagol's not human. You, I mean, the example 100%. that Bill gave me said, "Here's where it's close enough." If they were to make do a remake of Star Trek: The Next Generation, mm-hmm. and do that with data, mm-hmm. it would totally work because you're gonna. He yeah. would not quite look human, but you yeah. couldn't really put your finger on why. Mm-hmm. You, and you would buy into the fact that it's because he's an android. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right, carry on. I, ju- yeah. I just saw him and thought, wow, they did a freaking so, like, job So like the revulsion that. I had for that, I get it. But it's, but it's, 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 it's that same kind of thing. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. 
Yeah. Anyway. Um, I also saw it in 3D and could barely see anything, so... I, <laughs> it's I, super dark. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to. I was in, I was in the, first, the first row. I always hate it when I accidentally... I don't... Go to see a 3D movie. I, yeah. I tripped and fell into a 3D movie. Well, a friend <laughs> bought all the tickets glasses. for the group, and I just, like, didn't think about it. And then I showed up wearing my glasses. Of course. So then I'm, right. like, wearing the glasses over, over my that's glasses. Awesome. That's the and so number like, one at thing. The end of my and nose. now they weigh eight pounds. Yeah, and it's super dark. The difference, like, between the... Yeah. the yeah. Just the the brightness of the movie when I took off because I ended up taking off the glasses for most of it because even though it's slightly doubled it's still better. Um, it was just like so, so different. It was so crazy. Why we were in the very us? first row. Yeah, oh, me too. Me too. But but all no, I was in the first row. I, I don't no, mind being in the first row. But we went to one of those. I don't, oh no, mm, we went to one of the twenty one and older adult theaters oh, uh-huh. with the comfy chairs that are like <laughs> this wide and they actually recline. So I I was like laid back. Like, oh, yeah. Laid out flat. It That's was fine. It was... Dude, I'm never <laughs> going to... Ordering my truffle fries with a button. Yeah, seriously, yeah. with a button right there. Yeah. I'm never going to a if, different If I don't ever. have, like, six people with me, which is what I had when we went and saw the, the latest Star Wars, I would do that, because I love those theaters. Yeah. Love that. It's, it's but, gonna be... But I'm, we're, you're talking 40 bucks a ticket, right? No, Plus it wasn't food. bad, because we went at 1.30 in the afternoon. Full tickets like 20 now. Yeah, it was yeah, like 12 like bucks. 19, All right. Uh, multiply that by I, six. For four people, I paid under 125 but but we're gonna go see like you know we're gonna go see like Baby Boss or no. something you know some total kid thing and we're gonna be like nope sorry you guys got to stay home because we're going to the adult theater because yeah. I'm never seeing a movie see Baby without trouble I'm, n- I'm and never gonna see another movie me. without a reclining seat the best. and <laughs> and and a, and a person bringing you beer and popcorn free popcorn yeah. and bringing you beer pretty, and sliders. pretty soon the Alamo Draft House is supposed to open pretty soon in that's LA. right downtown that's right super excited about we're that. Just, oh. This is all Hollywood. Sorry, we, there's actually an email we should be reading. Yeah, yeah. So, and it doesn't. Rec- questions later. Why the heck he okay. did? Did he do that? So my question is, how do you handle that sort of subtle mind manipulation when it comes to PCs? The simplest way I can think of, besides not doing it to begin with, is to just outright tell the players, "Hey, that these are those Frankenstein monsters, so you have to hate them." But that kind of breaks a bunch of GM conduct standards, so to speak. One person I, I once discussed this with says, just say one of the PCs has a MacGuffin that makes the party immune to the effect. In other words, just... A, it's the blue cable that's In the back. plugged into the back. That you're gonna, it's probably going to interrupt the stream, though. Yeah. Because you have to disconnect to reconnect. We'll see. You try it. Yeah, it'll be fine. Is it stuttering? Yeah. It'll be good. That's good. Keep going. Read the thing. Do your job. Do the thing. Uh, (laughs) The MacGuffin to make the party immune to the effect. In other words, just avoid it altogether. But I want to ask you, is there a good way to communicate a sort of subtle mind manipulation like this like this to the PC without saying, hey, these guys are Promethean, so you have to hate them, okay? All right. Uh, I hope this question makes sense to you, and have a drink or something. Cheers from Griever. Or something. Just whatever. You know, my I have... Uh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go first. Okay. Go, go. I have a thought on this, but it's a question because I, I think it might go against some of the common wisdom that we've thrown out on this awesome podcast. And that is, Stork, as you approach the hooker, you begin to feel... A revulsion towards her. You don't like her at all. Fucking hookers. You're a- you're able you're able to react however you want, but I as the GM have 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 
put that in you. You're free to react however you want. You can Is it my sister her, again? You can walk away. <laughs> God, no, not that hooker. It's a different one. Uh, but but. As the GM, I've told you, this is how, this is what is in your head. This is how you feel about it. You're free to do whatever you want, but you have this feeling. And I, I know that. Do you that see how I went with that? Sometimes you that see, might you see exactly what what, exactly. what you just said. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, uh, Stork, Gina, you guys are. You walk up to this person and you, uh, there's a, they smell bad. I mean, you there's, you're starting to gag. And, oh, there's something going on. Like, yeah. You just you you just don't like this person. You just had this. It's not even that. Internal. It's just it's just you. They smell physically bad, and it's almost like a barrier. Yeah, well, and I think you do, do you hint at it a little more by you saying you're not really <coughs> sure. Like you don't really smell it before, but closer you get, you're like, man. Ew. They, and it's not like it's making you sick, but it's yeah. something's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The see, the 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 thing that this reminds me of is the when I ran the play test. I think you played in it. Of the um, Call of Cthulhu game? Did you play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did it up in the front room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Call oh, that must have been a long time ago. It was. I ran it at a convention. Um, but when I was when I was do when I was doing the playtest of it, what I would do is I would write a little note as the players were going insane when they met the monster. And people would make miss their fa- their I'm out of the hiccups now. They missed <laughs> their sanity rolls. And I would just write a little note saying that Basically describing how they're perceiving the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't. I wasn't saying, okay, you're insane. You have to go do crazy things. I would. Right. I would say something like, um, you see Dave's character, and he's turning around, and he looks like he's about to stab so and so with a knife. Ah, uh, okay. So all of a sudden. Elspeth's character just starts blasting away at Dave's character because she just her, she just snapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The players don't know. I mean, they don't, they know she failed her sanity roll. We know notes were handed back and forth. I mean, they know but notes. Th- that's metagamey. But, but but you don't you, you, you don't, don't know, what, know what their motivation. What the quote unquote internal dialogue right. within the character is. Right. And I think that's probably the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you can, I would use it as an opportunity because mm-hmm. I generally think. He's worried about robbing players of their agency. Right. But I think it's... You, you can tell people how they're perceiving things. Absolutely. You can always tell people. You can tell them what they yeah. see. You can even tell them there's a clue there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without yeah. robbing them of their agency. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell them but, that stuff. And, I mean, and you can... You, I mean, for, for the case of something like this, it could be the the whole... There's something about them. Maybe it's a smell or something. And don't even nail it down. There's just something right. about yeah. them. You, you don't want to be really wrong. They're just wrong. Right. right. And, and going back to his specific example, you're not telling him that as the cop, you're going to spit on the hooker right. and walk away. You're just giving him this impression that it's this is not a person that you are comfortable with, and they can choose to spit on the hooker and walk away, right. or they can choose yeah. to not do anything, or just turn around or, and walk away, or just yeah. turn around and walk away, they have the or throw mud or whatever. Yeah, there's an article I've been thinking about writing, and it's in the gestation period, but but it touches on the fact that when, as a GM, when you're describing a scene, we as as GMs tend to tend to default to what you see. Mm-hmm. We forget about what you smell, yeah, hear, taste, taste, touch. touch. Yeah. We forget about all of those things. And those things are just as important, maybe more so. When I was doing the Faye thing, I tried to make sure that people had smell a lot. It's like you smell mm-hmm. decaying leaves. You smell the burning smoke as it's autumn. And it really sets people in yeah. that mood. Mm-hmm. More than just, you see a bunch yeah. of dead leaves and fields. Describing a scene, yep. we as 
I'm tied with the so, chat room up. Sorry. So the <laughs> so I think by bringing in, if you say to yourself, I want to bring in four of the five senses at least. You can't always do touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can really fill out a scene, and sometimes just by but but you you see a beggar. That's enough. Now you have scene. Talk about what they smell like. Talk about what the you hear traffic going by. You hear water dripping. Yeah. yeah. You uh, you can definitely set up a scene better <coughs> than just. Like, a, you, d- you feel weird. A suggestion for him, and cause I'm I'm listening to the side jobs, which is the Dresden Files mm-hmm. uh, short stories. Mm-hmm. I'd read like one or two of them, but I never finished it. Mm-hmm. So since I'd finished the whole series, and now I'm patiently waiting for the next book, um, I'm I'm listening to that now. And he does it again, but he's done it before when he describes certain certain supernatural creatures, specifically predators. They have this uncanny ability to stand absolutely perfectly silently still. Which none of us can do. Right. Mm-hmm. You can stand and be really, really quiet, but that's they a can, great description. Isn't and they it? can st- stand so quietly that they're like absolutely silent, and they almost look like a statue. You were yeah. so not sure if you're looking. At you're a so stealing thing. that it's like you run into an elder vampire, and they stand absolutely silently still. Oh, and the other thing is, you don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No dogs. No sirens. No breathing. Nothing. It is dead silent. Now you've created a mood. So you because you've, you've explained yeah. two different things right yeah. there with different senses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that I mean that's something that I would definitely use for something like this. But you need to come. I mean, take the word disquieting seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disquieting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's actually the hinge right there. You can do disquieting in a lot of different ways. Don't just make it. You you could okay if it being groups, you could come up with a disadvantage. No, he's mm-hmm. playing uh, New World of Darkness. All right, yeah. all right. Oh, well, I, I, thought he, sure I thought he said he was doing groups. He, he was trying to do yeah, groups, yeah, but, right. but everyone hates groups except. This, you this, could default to a mechanic of the thing. gaming elite, right? <laughs> but but I we're the one percenters. That's right. <laughs> you could default to a mechanical advantage or disadvantage by giving them a guff or whatever. But I really think it's all about the description. Use use disquiet as yeah. the jumping off point and use it as the, I, as a loose. I would definitely not ignore it or give no. them a MacGuffin no. to. No. I would uh-uh. use it. And, yeah. turn, and, and, and make it different for different ones. It doesn't necessarily yeah, mean that right. there's an aura of disquiet around them. Okay, that, that's just the game mechanics for it. But yeah. maybe this one is disturbing because they kind of stink. Mm-hmm. Like it smells like rotting yeah. corpses. Yeah. Or, or they like, just smell like something that you've never smelled before listen, and you just don't know what it is. Frankenstein's yeah. monster yeah. could smell absolutely of rotting corpses. However, however Roy Batty could smell uh, uh, like, like, like blood or iron or... Uh, mm-hmm. Adrenaline or whatever it is, you can come up with different things for sure. that. But for, you can definitely make these things unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I one agree. can you know look horrifying mm-hmm. and repulsive. One could be like unnaturally still, mm-hmm. and that would just trip you out. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do there. Maybe one of them actually, yeah, when you walk closer to them, kind of a whole world gets quieter as you get closer to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Or or. You know what it looks like when they do a CGI face on someone in a movie? Uncanny Valley. Kind of like that. The yeah. Uncanny Valley. <laughs> you can get, this you is a lot of fun. Feeling. This is a lot of fun. You could, you could have one that, that looks like they're covered in flies. You can get yes. close to the fl- and the swarm of flies exactly. just is around you. I mean, yeah. it could be yeah. all kinds of... This is a GM's gift right here. It's an aura of disquiet. Yeah. Come up with something gross. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. run with it. Or just disturbing. Or just disturbing. Yeah. Well, gr- okay. <laughs> no, that's some RP gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RP totally. gold. Yeah, yeah. You're missing an opportunity. It's yeah. RP gold. Yeah. Gina with yeah. the well, words. Um, could have like a, like a, a weird home. A weird like like the the 
the skin tone is like something that just doesn't occur naturally. Oh, remember, that, remember the Cenobites yeah. from uh, something from, like, from like Hellraiser, dude. Hell- so, like so, so there's a there's a there's a guy standing. Oh like, yeah, there's like looks like there's maggots yeah, under, like, right the skin. under the skin. <laughs> and the Cenobites from uh, from Hellraiser. From Hellraiser. Like, like, there's somebody in their trench coat. As you get closer, you realize there's pins <laughs> sticking yes. out of his head. Right. Dude, oh pinhead, pinhead's yeah, that's my hero. Well, of course, but that's that's how you that's how you craft this. Yeah, that's good. That's that um, that's kind of you. You run into that a lot in in Call of Cthulhu games a lot as well because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that Lovecraft puts in is that it's indescribable or yeah. you you can't you can't comprehend it with your no mind. Idea. But you can't fall back on yeah, it's, it's indescribable. indescribably horrible. Right. Again, it's, uh, it's indescribable. Your you mind have to come bends. Up with different ways insane. to describe with the indescribable. Ways to describe something that's yes. indescribable. Yeah, yes. mere mortal languages lack. When it comes to the indescribability of the <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. of non-Euclidean geometry, you can use that like yeah. once or twice in a game, but any more than that, and your players are going to be yawning. So you have to come yeah. up with other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sp Lloyd says that not all Prometheans are made from corpses, yeah. though, if he recalls. Which I, I I paged through that book a little bit, and it's it's a much broader. Well, that's I've never seen what that. Stork said earlier, like a replicant, uh, right? Or some of them could be so unbelievably beautiful that you just cannot stand mm-hmm. to look at them. I mean, right. Right. that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. They could be like angels. On and you're like, oh my god, you, you weep uncontrollably every time you hear them. Yeah. Yeah. But every one of them, to my mind, should be unique. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think mm-hmm. that. I mean, there might be like if you're made of corpses, maybe you're gonna have. Some oh, kind of yeah. <laughs> but but, that might be but that's fun. the cool thing is that you can track or keep track of each of the Prometheans by their unique aura that they have. Right. Maybe yeah. we've just you added could, to, the, yeah. to the lore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope so that answers your question. Here's the part oh. that was... Uh, okay, so you're playing the Frankenstein monsters? But it yeah. sounds like in there that like they're like not you're, playing. Maybe, you're trying to eradicate. Maybe they're doing like a Hunter's game, but in Promethean. No, he yeah. said that they're, the, 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 they're, they're going to make a journey or a, yeah, a quest. Yeah, he said the, the you play... A bunch of Frankenstein monsters who journey to become human through a pil- pilgrimage. So I don't know if this is how people are reacting to you. Again, maybe it's them reacting to each other. Oh, no, I, I think it's people reacting to the Prometheans. But either way, you could still have each one have a unique aura. This right. is yeah. this is not negate what we're saying. I'm just saying. Or, or it, oh no, it, for sure. I'm it just, could be something where the, the characters are going to be somehow transformed into Promethean. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. See, no, we're writing our own really cool stories. Yeah. We're going to take this run with it. Yeah, no, say. that's kind of cool. Dearest right. douches and douchettes. Can, do you want can, to I, can I read Stephen S.W.'s email? I, yeah. I, I actually why, want... Why are you getting so confrontational? Jeez. This is like microaggression here. What's <laughs> up with that? I'm not aggro. He really is. Okay, all right, man. Yeah, just go. I, I actually want but, to read But Stephen you better SW's read it right. <laughs> that's microaggression. Toxic <laughs> masculinity. Oh, and so you did that. <laughs> I'm I'm in I'm 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 in for some macro aggression. That's, that's all you know. <laughs> You're a journalist. That's what you wi- that's, like. That's what you wish for. Oh my God! Thank God! Somebody paid attention. Read it. It's kaboom. Oh, you man. you need. Some, oh, I can't. I need stimulus. You need something that. like that. No, it doesn't. Just it work? a ding all the time. You, you you need a noise maker where you can every time Stu makes a point. I have like. Twenty of those, I can bring you something. I need a stemmed glass. I can. Yeah. yeah. Crystal. Dearest douches and douchettes. Douch douchettes. Douchettes. You, you were douchettes. fine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Decisions are made by those who show up, or so the saying goes. So here is one way I'm working on to make games function when people 
don't show up. Whenever you are missing players, roll 2d6 plus the number of players missing or below your normal threshold for running the game. So, 2d6 plus... And add to it. Okay, got it. So if one person's missing, <laughs> so, one. so I if, thought it was like add an extra die. No, no, no. Okay. If you have a group of six people and you say we need four people to play and only three people show up, it yeah. would be one. Two d six plus one. Got yeah. It. Okay. okay. All right. It's it was totally understand. Be no math. Be no math. With a result of ten plus, something has gone wrong that split the group up. Oh no! <gasps> Start in media res with the present players separated from the others and choose one. Someone was injured in or after the split. Describe the injury and apply all mechanical effects. Or, something has been lost or taken. Describe what is lost or taken. Our Ooh. cleric is missing. Our cleric is lost and taken. <laughs> Andy! Our walking healing sir. potion is not yeah. here. It's walking not here. Because <laughs> he's a douchebag and didn't come. Andy, if, Andy, Andy, but why did I become Barney Fife all of a sudden? I don't know. You totally <laughs> did. Andy! Andy, I need my bullet. <laughs> oh my gosh, totally right. I watched that show in a really long time. They're so awesome. <laughs> Don Knotts, by the way, comedic genius. Don Knotts that guy great. was like 20, and he always looked 40. He looked 40 even when he was 90. <laughs> Do you remember it's the really movie true. where he turned into a fish, Mr. Limpet? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, oh and, and by the way, The, uh, the Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Ghost of Mr. Chicken. <laughs> One of the scariest things I ever saw as a kid, and, and I rewatched it, and it's kind of corny, but it is a step-by-step on how to run a great murder mystery. Yeah. If the result is 7 to 9, a situation has caused the group to leave contact with the others. Make the players choose one option from 10 plus. They must describe how this fits the fiction. If the result is six or less, a situation has arisen that made the group decide to split up for a time. Nothing has gone wrong yet. Yet. No options from 10 plus must be selected. The players may decide why they decided to split up with input from the GM. The idea behind this move is pretty simple. No matter where you left off last time, you are able to continue the game. It doesn't matter if you were right about to engage in a boss fight or were back at home base. Something has happened and now you must split up. Perhaps everything is foobar and you are running for your life together with the only other person who made it out with you. Perhaps there's been some kind of glitch and your group has simply fallen out of contact with the others. Mm-hmm. Perhaps something came up and the only way to take care of it was to split up. No matter what has happened, this simple move can tell you how deep the shit is and who gets to decide what the consequences are. Here are a few examples of this mechanic in use with different games. Mm -hmm. Three players didn't show up to this week's game of Zombieland. Unsurprisingly, that resulted in a 10-plus on 2d6 plus 3. The game begins with the remaining two PCs running as fast as they can through the woods, one supporting the other one who has twisted their ankle in the escape. In the distance behind them, we can see the glow of fire and a column of smoke rising up in front of the moon. Whooping and hollering can be heard as raiders give chase. What do you do? We need a dramatic chord. What do you do? There's one coming. You won't be able to (laughs) I know, I won't be able to hear it, so I'm pausing. Uh, That's all he's going to do. Uh, I don't have one. Uh, okay, we need oh, one. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> well, but that's the happy jack dramatic major. Chord. Sorry, it's major. Yeah, it's you major. need a minor. Just like, well, just pretend the third is uh, is flat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In that case, everybody see? automatically. That totally worked. <laughs> wow. It worked for me. I got it. That was a dramatic minor <laughs> chord. For, for those of you that are into music theory, the <laughs> third is flat. It really means that. <laughs> hmm. Put that note in, and it'll be fine. <laughs> 
One player didn't show up for this week's Supers game. As such, they rolled an eight. The players were about to do battle with a villainous mastermind when time froze and the four remaining PCs were pulled through a wormhole into an alternate dimension. It is then that the curator explains he has brought the heroes here to be part of his museum exhibit, collecting superheroes from other dimensions. Clear they may... Clearly, they must figure out some way back to their own dimension if they don't wish to leave their remaining team members to fight Mastermind on his own. It is at this point that the players are given the choice of their option. They decide that in this dimension, none of their powers work. The curator must be disabling them in order to keep them on display. Ta-da! No, you don't actually have to do it. That was good enough. I will... Two players I'm a are. Base. I have no idea what this minor thing is you speak of. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're saying. <coughs> Two players are a no show to an L5R game. Oh. They get lucky and get a five. Together, they get to decide why they are split from the rest of the group. Clearly, the daimyo of the court is holding a hunt that the two missing Bushi will be attending while they stay behind to accomplish goals all of their own. At its core, this mechanic has one simple concept behind it the show must go on. In order for that to happen, you need a GM that is prepared to be flexible. This may mean running with whatever the players decide or having a couple of extra enemies prepped. Just remember, whatever happens was better than the alternative. No game this week. Discuss! But before you do, P.S. What do you think of the name 3 Act for an RPG system? I've really enjoyed gaming with a mindfulness to structure and have been thinking about how to apply the traditional 3 Act structure to an episodic game. I'm thinking something aimed at drama, probably powered by the apocalypse, since it allows gameplay to be focused on the story and move quickly. Maybe even take a cue from the play by the apocalypse wrestling game and do it based on a soap opera and its cast. Oh. Sincerely? That would be a funny concept. Mm -hmm. Sincerely, Stephen SW, that prick from the forums. (laughs) Let me me answer, actually, the, the last question first, which is, I think you should switch those around and actually make it Act 3. Act 3 is theatrical. Act 3 is the way you do a play. Act 3, uh, even in the soap opera, Act 3 is where everything gets revealed. So instead of three act, call it Act Mm 3. Right. That's my input. Go ahead. That's good. (laughs) Well, actually, that's where you're trying to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Regarding the crux of the email, I don't play Powered by the Apocalypse much. Well, he's using this in L5R, too. You know, He's true. just using yeah, true, that, that, true, that, true. Those it's, are the die roll numbers from Powered by the Apocalypse, aren't they? Yeah. Um, the range, Gina, that is correct? Yeah. Yeah, 7 to 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, what, that's what I figured. But I, I wonder if that's maybe applying rules and a mechanic where you don't really need one. I mean, do you need a mechanic to do that, or can it you just de- all kind of... It, it de- if, if the GM is good at, at improvising on his feet, or her yeah. feet, I would say this would work fine. That way, rather than than the GM just saying, oh, so-and-so has dysentery. Yeah, it's kind of like... It, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's an introduction of a rand, randomizer that has... Right. Yeah. And it also it may not put the, uh, the onus on the GM necessarily to come up with the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I do I do like the idea of a chart, though. That is pretty cool. Too. I kind of I kind of like the idea of because that does take the onus off the GM. It's like you guys roll three dice and I will tell you. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Give me a second. Okay. Here's what happens. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be gamified, but certainly. Yeah. I don't have a problem. Oh, with it's it. kind of fun. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like please don't take away our stuff. In, in many oh, ways, a, G, a GM is a GM is stuck on a you know they're like if if I yeah. can be the dick and put them all in prison. So yeah. in many ways, it's like <laughs> you roll out on the chart. Here's a chart we've agreed on, right? Here's there, yeah. here it is. You roll, and I'll tell you what happens. And they're all like, okay. And, and now I, it's gonna be yeah. not gonna be my fault. Yeah. Right, it's right. It's not my fault. I wash my hands of this. One, one is a side quest. <laughs> okay, right. Twenty is a I get to take somebody's stuff. And I could right. totally <laughs> see why people get uh, that. That would be the reason why a chart would be made. But conversely, and I think this is fair, because rather than the the, the no, sorry to interrupt, That's okay. rather than the um, the GM just saying, "Oh, this player something happened to him, so they're not here," mm-hmm. yeah. but it's mysteriously fixed by the next session when they do show up. Right, yeah. you can say, "No, actually, you rolled ten or higher. Um, Bob broke his leg." And couldn't walk and couldn't continue and, on. And there are players that will call the GM to task. So maybe having a chart would like yeah. cushion that. And then say he had to, you know, stay at the small village, you know, a double back a quarter of a mile and stay at the small village for a go ahead, Tim, for a week. Uh, I was just going to say I'm the perpetual probie. I get to get interrupted. That's my my job <laughs> here is I get interrupted. So don't don't worry about it. Okay. One of the better things about yeah. this is, is the I was being magnanimous and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so conversely, one of the things that we we do a lot, at least I I've seen it done a lot, is um, hey, is there a bartender here? Yeah, he sure is. What's he look like? I don't know. What's he look like? Oh well, he's round and portly, and he's got red cheeks, and you know, hey, we do, <laughs> and he wears glasses and has a bowling shirt. <laughs> um, so, so what's wrong with that? So, sort of thing for when players are missing. Hey, how is it that you guys are the only two people here and the rest of the party isn't here now? The chat room wants to get you to give yeah. Tim a wet willy. That's a fing- wet finger in the air. Do you want your ah. finger broken? Do, do you want... Did it, did it, I'm oh, not. The, the only person Asian I give a wet willy oh, to is Kimmy, okay. and I respect her too much to do that. And it would not be funny. Or or worthwhile. Because you're all the way over there. I, I have. It oh, I'm doing it him. I thought you meant to me. No, I was. Like, no, I was. Yeah, I would end in violence. And, and you've been working out again, too. Yeah. It would end badly for me. <laughs> I, I'm one of the people who have panic responses. I said, say when. Oh. Yeah. I heard you. Oh, okay. It's That's a happy jacket. That's really good. I, um, I, I have, I have a, a, a panic response Such when my probie. ears or nose get. Touched. Yeah. So I would probably. Oh, I punch. Can, I could figure something out for that. Oh, but it's such That's a shame. I've got, that I've got new guys in the band. Such a shame that you let us know that. On you. <laughs> I just watch it from afar. <laughs> I, I, He's like, oh no, please don't. Please, please don't. don't. And you have such short hair with big ears. Oh, 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 oh did you get your ears flicked only, a lot when in high school? Only one of them is big. You've Go let, ahead, look. You'll, you'll never unsee that. Let us know your kryptonite. Really? I want to see too. One is bigger than the other. It's red. One sticks out more. Yeah. Are you like Shannon Doherty Cubist, where you're like, I have a freaky elf ear. What? Is this one? Is she uneven? Yeah. Really? Well, no. Nobody's, nobody's I'm practically symmetrical. perfect in every way. If you've seen Except where they show ear. people symmetrical, well, it always looks, it looks uncanny really valley. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Uncanny Valley. Yeah, unca- <laughs> Uncanny Valley. Shannon Doherty is definitely. I mean, if you're talking about Uncanny Valleys. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, moving on. Shannon Doherty would definitely be in that conversation. (laughs) I love Act 3. What? (laughs) Wait, I've got one. I want to talk about this some more. (laughs) We're talking over you. I I generally like the idea. Yes. Yeah, it's just a way to mix it up. I'm not. Here, I'll share. 
I'm not saying. Oh no, that's fine. I I, I actually can't look at that because I'll okay. just, I'll devolve into staring at the chat room all night long. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I wasn't saying that. I just, I was just. No, you said it was bad. Did I? Yeah. Oh, oh I, shit. I thought that was kind of crappy. Oh, well, then I guess, I mean, yeah, it's horrible. I hate it. No, I don't. It's. <laughs> I actually really like this idea a lot. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a really cool idea. It's just, just conversation. Okay, Stu, Stu, is, no, Stu had the most unique version, which is they're just not there. Yeah, that was. Which, which works. Or, but, but but you do have well, as it, a player have to the, suspend a bit of disbelief. Yeah, you just. In the 4 d and d game, it wasn't even that. Yeah. It was. Right. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you have they like ceased, 20 players they, or some shit? 11. <laughs> 11. They There's ceased to many. exist in this cu- in this continuum. People would <laughs> yeah. just like they pop in and out. And, and, and yeah. so, yeah, we, we'd end with a cliffhanger in the Bottom next time. Bottom of a dungeon. Of the, yeah. yeah. People, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And then people just, show back up again. And I, nobody questioned it. I just trip out every time I hear you say 11 players in yeah. a 4E game. Yeah. Oh. It was, yeah, it was a bad idea. So, I should have, what I should have done is run, and I actually, I think I talked about running. Two or three games instead. Yeah, and just splitting it up. Yeah, split up. Yeah, have like two different. But games then, like of nobody like... wanted to be like that game, like the second game. We all wanted to still be in the same game. Right. I can't really complain about it too much though, because that I was one of the ones you added later. So I don't know if I would have ever gotten right. involved in Happy Jacks if we hadn't no, had, had a ridiculous number of players. No, you were there in early on. on. I was. Yeah. I was like number five or six though. <laughs> I don't think so. I thought was you were well, that's way earlier than number 11. Yeah, it totally is. You, you brought some boyfriends with you at the time. I remember that as well. <laughs> but it was early some on. boyfriends? Oh, God. <laughs> we don't speak of him. No. No, no. There was more than one. Is it, what was the nickname you guys gave? Yeah, I don't know. But we'll talk uh, about it later. Uh, Stubby Porks. Yeah. Stubby Porks. Chad. Chad, that's what it was. <laughs> was that the nickname? That was, that his, was nickname? his nickname? That's a boring no, nickname. nickname. Group building from John. Group building. Someone read group building from John, for God's sake. Good day to the benevolent dictators of Douchetopolis. Where did they come up with this? (laughs) Oh, that (laughs) was awesome. We should name your garage Douchetopolis. Who says I'm benevolent? What? (laughs) (laughs) Benevolent. It does have dictator in it. Yeah. yeah. I love dictator. <laughs> dick, dick for sure. You, you do put the dick in dictator, I gotta say. Oh, wow. <laughs> I put tater in dictator. Zan Simone, or whatever, however he pronounces that in the chat room, is like, Stu Sport <laughs> I'm so, I've I've solely got my next villain. It's so gonna be Sling Blade. I put the tater in dictator. <laughs> 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 Chat room. Uh, Zanza Mode says, uh, "Stu Story Game sounds like it has a great horror plot. People disappear and reappear, and memories keep getting all <laughs> right. Great. <laughs> right. oh. Seriously, that's what the game is like. It's like we we show up and they're like, well, we're missing five people. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then we just go. We were playing outside and it was freezing cold. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're so that's because I was a steady smoker back and, then. And yes. then the wind would shift oh. and the, yeah. Yeah. Back here. yeah, freezing cold. That's why Xander started coming to all the games with me because he literally sat in my lap for warmth." <laughs> you had a, we did have the fire pit. You had a biological <laughs> heater. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Because right. he had 11 people. They could, they That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was not, people. I mean, this was Heather's workshop. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was no other space we could do it. No. Yep. Where, where else am I going to be able to fit a table that can fit 11 people? And, you could have moved that, all yeah. the furniture out of your living room. <laughs> and the, and the, <laughs> we did that a couple there. times. When it got really cold. To be fair, it works for nine months out of the year, but then there's like four months where everyone's dying. Yeah. What did you do when it rained? Is that when you did it inside? We had a cover. 
Yeah, it was a, we had a cover back there. Yeah. That's when it was just, hard? Yeah. That was just when it was me and him, and then we're like, what happened to the rest of the party? They're all gone. Okay, carry on. <laughs> what party? Yeah. What party? What, what other party? <laughs> You're in the middle of a dungeon. There's 300 gar- gargoyles. What do you okay. do? So, uh, uh, good day to the benevolent dictators of Dutopolis. Saying that you don't have many emails is like saying nothing can go wrong. <laughs> it can only guarantee undesirable outcomes. <laughs> like me sending you an email. <laughs> My question regarding uh, building a group is re- regarding building a group from scratch. I have been a DM for about 15 years. Mostly D&D and Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. I have always run games for friends and friends of friends. I'm currently running a 5e game with the same group from 15 years ago in, on Roll20. Wow, well played. 15 nice years. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. Good job. That's You awesome. say that, Gina, but you've been playing a long time. Yeah, I get, no. uh, you've got like a five-year span with people, right? No, I've got a five-year span total. Yeah. She's That's true. Fast. That's right. I yeah. forgot you're new Six to this. Years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, even though we uh, wow. we all live over the, uh, we live all over the East Coast, we can still play together. However, I miss in-person play and would like to start something local. The demand for games far outstrips the supply of GMs in my city. Part of the global shortage, of course. Oh, that's of course, why yes. this podcast True. was created. Yep. Mm-hmm. My plan is to post to local forums with a questionnaire for those interested. Unlike the games, uh, the game, uh, unlike the game shop shop tack board days when the internet we can be more selective and actually vet players before they show up. That's very true. Mm. Um, I want a good group, which I think translates to a diverse group. What kind of questions should I ask? Mm. How should I decide between applicants? And how do I waitlist? It's almost guaranteed that some of the players turn out to be flakes, right? Yes. Should I yeah. take an airline approach of accepting seven when I want five and mm-hmm. hope some don't show up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for any tips or thoughts. P.S. Regarding silence and online games, if it is silent for more than a second, I assume I've lost the players. I can't tell whether they are reading Facebook or their character sheets. You can't uh, can't cue the GM or a player using body language. You know what's awesome? It's like <laughs> <laughs> I flip the page. I, I flip the page. Facebook <laughs> or character sheet? You. You don't have Facebook. I got si- no. It's it. just silence. <laughs> Well, you have a blank page. I have yeah. a blank page. It was just total silence. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You can't cue the GM or a player using body language, so the only option is shouting. I don't think video would solve these problems. With online games, I can play more frequently, um, but it is less satisfying. Roll20 is the condom of the RPG hobby. All right. Uh, PPS, drink. PPPS. As a side note, uh, when I click the mail to link on your website, uh, it yeah, does... Yeah, I never read that. Okay. I'm still trying to fix it. Okay. I can I can fix that. Well, it, 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 the the link was just like oh sorry, the link was just like gone. Oh. So I put the mail to link back in, but it's not working. All right, I'll look at it. I click on it, but I. I right. I've never used a mail to link, in like the last ten years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, kinda, I mean, I'm telling you, mail to colon. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's oh. just mail to colon email address. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a just a uh, it's a link, right? Yeah. yeah. A colon. Yeah. yeah. All right. PPPPS. Ahref equals quote mail yeah, yeah, yeah. to colon email right. address quote. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you did yeah. that because when I tapped in mail to colon, I got a whole bunch of different <laughs> Im- images. <laughs> but I'm dumb. Rimshot. Learned uh, a lot. Uh, this is something that I've noticed. Um, I've been watching. Mail to colon rimshot. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of games online lately, which is. Uh, you know, just to get information about how our podcast is doing online, all the stuff, um, get information, steal great ideas. I mean, borrow fabulous ideas. 
Um, <laughs> I believe it's called researching. Researching. Yeah. Researching yeah. best practices. Right. Researching best, best practices yeah. of yeah. other streams. Yeah. And, it, and that's one of the things I've noticed. Um, it, I much prefer watching the games that people at a table, even if it's a little bit lower quality, than uh, streams that are on Roll20. Yeah, yeah, where people are each in their own little window. Even if they do have a video feed... It's hard because like they're all it, watching a monitor. It feels yeah. like C-SPAN or something. Yeah, where it's like where everyone's yeah, talking, but they're all staring at you. Really yeah. <laughs> yes, Gina, that's or exactly what happens. How do you know that, Gina? Usually their webcam's usually like a little off, so they're like staring off just a little yeah. bit. So yeah. they're not even like or staring. Up. <laughs> usually yeah, up. up. And the yeah. energy is. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it would be hard to. I mean, well, we're, we're social animals. We're we're yeah. we're monkeys who are you know descended from <laughs> hanging out in trees. Speak for yourself. Yeah. You're not social animals. <laughs> this is a gaming community. Are yeah. you kidding me? No, even even gamers are social animals. But yeah, it's true. But video. Mm-hmm. Most of us, except Stork, like being around other people. And right. me, I don't like being around other people. Either. Right? But I've well, heard that's that why you and I like being around each other. You don't. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. You don't like being around other people. Yet you have how many games streaming from your house, and how many shows streaming from your house, and how many bands do you record Any, here at your house, which you? all have other people and all yeah. different people too. Anybody, I don't believe you. Anybody can learn I, human said behavior. Never correct me. What? Yeah. Anyone can learn. Yeah. And just your, mimic it. Is your mic off? No, I don't think so. They thought yours was off for a minute. It was off. Yeah, I had an unhitched it. Uh, I think for the uh, for on, finding players, though, I mean, the first thing I would ask is, and this is totally pulled from when I'm looking for people for employees, is I send, <laughs> is the, I send <laughs> out the basic description. Uh, first of all, describe Can I do a game. background check? Oh, no, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can. I don't know about you. <laughs> How do you think you got in this game? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. We totally didn't do a background check. Um, but, <laughs> but... Really, wait. Carry on. You did a background check, and I'm still here? <laughs> wow. We didn't pay for that top-level one. But, uh, <laughs> but fully describe the, the game you want to play. Even if you don't have a system yet, be like... Hey, this is my philosophy of, on gaming. Yeah. This is how I feel about it. If this doesn't match what you want in a game, this is not the game for yeah. you. Reverse it. If you no, every what every every <coughs> gamer is looking for a game and wants to get into a game. Mm-hmm. So if you say, "Well, I really like really narrative games." Oh yeah, I love narrative no, games too. It's, it's true. It's called a behavioral interview. Yeah. Yes. So you want to ask them? Wow. What kind of games? What do kind you of games do you to like to play? That's, that's, what I'm that's the next part. Yeah. Though you describe what you're looking for. Like I want players who are into no, this. Don't feed them but then, information. You can't. But wait, you can't. yeah, they'll lie. But then, yeah, but Absolutely. then you have questions that you then use to like filter that out. Like, like the psychopath test. Yeah, the test I don't know use, about that. Yes, it's, it's, it's like a hundred questions. So I use a psychopath test to hire people. So if you're looking for a job with me, it's, it's a it's a, a series of questions. <coughs> nice. It's like thirty-seven or forty questions. Yeah, that and, and if you read through them, you can you realize, oh yeah, this is this will trip up someone who does not have um, what is it called. Uh, Asperger's? No, uh, uh, empathy. Yeah. Oh, empathy. Right. Eventually, I I took that test. Turns out I'm a Ravenclaw. (laughs) (laughs) Is it it one of those things where it's like, it's like, um, is it wrong to steal? Yes or no? Yes. The last time you stole, how much did you steal? I haven't stolen anything. No. Uh, It's wrong to steal. Fifty dollars. No, it's actually more subtle than that. Okay. It's a book by John Ronson. Okay. But anyway, so you fill out. You have like this is what I want to play. This like this is my my what I'm looking for in a player. And then you ask them very open ended questions like, "Hey, describe the favorite game you've ever been in." And but in if that they're a high functioning min maxer, 
they are going to know how to answer those questions. Right. High functioning <laughs> men match. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's spot on. And, and they will game it. They'll game it. Absolutely. Oh, this is another game. They will, isn't they it? Will oh, game I like this. The game system. Yes, but, they will. Game. But it also it filters because there are going to be people who are like, oh, it's a very talking game. I'm not that interested in that. And so you will filter That's out some true. people that way. Yeah. Who are like, I don't want to sit and have all the players talk the whole time. I want to do some combat or whatever you, your type of game. Is. The problem is you're you're talking about. Well, I mean, when employment, you're talking the same thing. But I, it, it seems to me it, you are going to get a more honest answer if mm-hmm. you don't let them know your leanings and simply ask, mm-hmm. what kind of game do you like to play? Yeah, tell me okay. what your favorite game was. Keep me favorite game. Why you, but, okay. I, but I'm I in Steve's corner on this one. Why, yeah. why do you like... What is it about that one Rifts game that you really yeah. liked? And if it's yeah. all about mechanics and stuff... You know you have a mechanical player, or someone who likes min-maxing, maybe or a munchkin or whatever, or or, or a, a less derogatory term. Yeah. But you and and if that's what you're looking for, you got him, mm-hmm. right? If it's not what you're looking for, maybe you're gonna go on to the next guy. But you still have to put out something about what the game is you're going to run. You can't just be like, I'm gonna run a game. What kind of games do you like to play? Oh no no no. What yeah. kind of games do you like to play? You have right. to still say, I'm gonna run this type of game. Yeah. Yeah, but but say. No, the type of game you're going to run doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the system you're going to run it in. True. Okay. That's sure. what I'm. What I'm talking about. To me, the more important thing is now. It, obviously, I'm going to run a GURPS game. Oh fuck! I hate GURPS. Right. Well, you're not going to get that game. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But if you're talking about I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to run a vampire game, mm-hmm. or even better example, I'm going to run a Call of Cthulhu game because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's two kinds of Call of Cthulhu players. Mm-hmm. There's P- Call of Cthulhu players who want to do the research. And, and explore the spiraling madness, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the other people who want to play ex-military guys who have a lot of and guns. blow shit up. Yeah. And, right? That's right. And Monsters blow it up. And there are two different yeah. camps. If you want to be one or the other, you're going to say, I'm going to run a Call of Cthulhu game. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the last last time, last Call of Cthulhu game that okay. you really, really right, liked okay. and what it is you liked about it. Okay. Well, I had a, a, a M, M60 machine gun and it <laughs> mounted on the King side of, of my VW bug. Give the shit out of that thing. Yeah. Well, I'd say definitely, like, one of the questions should definitely, whether you do it first or second, like, describe your favorite character you've ever played. Absolutely. That, that, that will yeah. help you a lot, too. Yeah. 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 And it can, and you might run into people who have never played before. Don't count them out and be like, hey, have you ever played a character in a <coughs> video game that you made? Like, tell me about this character. I would, I would almost, if you if you got someone who was interested and they've never played a role-playing game, I would almost always take them in any way. Just to build might, the hobby. And you might get gold. Yeah. You never know. We've gotten some, I mean, like, Samantha, amazing. Like right. super lucky to get her, and you know, and Gina is super early on, and me like resurrecting from years of not ever playing and not nice. really ever playing, playing really. Because you can't really call well, your junior high games. Like, is he playing. creating a group from scratch? I, he has I, no I like. Yeah, he's afraid of strangers. It I sounds like yeah. Well, and that's the next thing is like have like a meeting with them first at yeah. a, a like a, a Starbucks place. <laughs> yeah, or if you have a local gaming store. Yeah, or a local games store. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you can book one. And maybe but, run your first game mm-hmm. at a local gaming yes. store. Yes. Maybe you sure. meet multiple people. Uh, what airline is that that does those group interviews? So, like, you meet oh, yeah. people in a group and see how they see function how in a uh, of a personality yeah, test. Yeah. 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 So, they see really? how that group dynamic is, yeah. like, who kind of shines and puts themselves out there because that's what they want. They don't want people that are like, yeah, because you have to be super... Yeah. Good. My only comment about this whole thing is the line about, uh, I, I don't think video would solve these problems. It won't solve them, but it will help mitigate mm-hmm. the problems. For instance, if you've got a video window of someone, and you're like, so, Kimmy, what do you want to do? And you look at Kimmy's window, and she's going... <laughs> 
Uh, and you know it's like, okay, well, <coughs> Kimmy's out, so yeah. let's go to someone else. But people Whereas, can like not be looking at the camera right. or, or at the screen, and you, and you have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. That, no, that's totally true. We, we have but a horror story about that. They may not have pants Yes, we on. do have We do have a horror story. <laughs> they may not have pants on, they may stand oh, out. I've yeah, heard that. But, but Hor- still, being able to see that video is one step above not having any video. Oh, it's yes. better than audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, you could. This is this is just rife with with pitfalls. You're gonna have to customize something that for yourself yeah. that works for you. I, I'm terrified of just hiring absolute strangers. I, I mm-hmm. laud anybody that can walk into a game store and play with anybody that shows up because there's a lot of broken people out there. Some of them are creepy, and the, you, oh, sometimes you have to have an escape plan, which is oh, uh, I don't want anybody to follow me back to my car. I was just thinking of uh, 2016 so. Rick. Where there had to be the code word. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That's, you're don't referring, be real, you're be referring an email that we have, but don't be Rick. I, I, yeah. There what was are it? It was, so it was many bad things. Riffs, I'm right? A real bard. There are so many bad things that have gone wrong. So, yeah. Fatal or something like that. Yeah. You're going to have to customize yeah. something that works for you. I, I like Stu's idea about not specifying a, a, a game system mm-hmm. or maybe just give it the genre and then, and then winnow it down from there. But. You're going to have to come up with something that works for you. Yeah. You know, I wonder if... The other possibility, and I'll tell you, because I met a lot of gaming people this way, mm-hmm. go to a gaming convention. Yeah. yeah. I was Play just in a lot of games and a, meet yep. people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's I stepped exactly all over what you, I would, so go No, ahead. no, no. That's exactly Start along a podcast. the line of whatever. Now, they're stepping all over you. Yeah, 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 no. Lots of games. Go ahead, He has no manners yet. No, he's a grumpy. He's like a He's a puppy. I am. Puppy. Puppy. He still shits in the house. <laughs> I, I just want to get pats on the head. <laughs> no, if, if you have a local game store running one shots mm-hmm. or something and kind of calling a group of people mm-hmm. or, like you said, mm-hmm. a, a con. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the. And then actually seeing how they play. Right. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I mean, we ran. Bill and I went and ran, um, and a couple other people that we had. We'd, Put a bulletin board thing at the student union at Cal State Long Beach when I was in college, mm-hmm. and uh, me, the, me and one other guy I don't remember Stevie was Stevie. Me and Stevie we had met and recognized each other as role players somehow <laughs> across was, a crowded, crowded room. Maybe it was the funk. Dreamweaver. <laughs> you read it his aura, but um, and and he put up a, a thing. And he put my phone number on it, so I started getting calls from people, and we put together a group that way, um, and it ended up being a fantastic role-playing group. I nice. mean, absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. But then, then um, years later, we were, Bill and I were at a game con with these guys, that we were running um, a, a connected GURPS game, like, there was like three or four rooms. I remember that one. And it was like, everyone's in, in this game, this and then... Super, superhero game, the right? two No, it wasn't superhero, it was something else. I think it was fantasy. Mm. And then, like, there's four tables being run simultaneously, mm-hmm. and the two tables that got the farthest in the game, then were, it went to phase two of it, and we ran oh. two different tables, and then whichever one of those were in the third. So it was almost like kind of like a tournament, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. a little. And then, um, from that, we met I don't know, like six or eight different people who That's are awesome. just fantastic role players, yeah. and just say, "Hey, here's my number. I'm, I'm, I've been. You play GURPS. We play GURPS. You're in LA. We're in LA. Let's get together and play GURPS." What's yeah. nice about a con is you've only got four hours, and if they're absolutely creepy, you can like say bye bye. Yeah. And the ones that are cool, you're like, "Hey, psst, can you yep. uh, see me after the game? We're getting right. drinks later. Hang yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Yep. Totally. Yeah. Get their so, g- g- game <laughs> conventions absolutely. Yeah, is, if idea. you have one near you. 
That way you get to audition people and see how they play yep. right there. They'll be right in front of you. You'll know whether or not... You don't have to worry about if someone's lying to you or telling you what you want. You can you go to your local gaming store and you can play in games. And if there's other people in there that are cool players, you could easily say after the game, Hey, uh, yeah. I'm thinking about... Give me your mm-hmm. number. Yeah. And tap them as a resource, too, because a lot of the great players we have started off as just like friends of other people who are playing. Mm-hmm. So um, once you have a player that you like or get along with or even ask the people who run the gaming store, like, Hey, who are some really great players that... Everyone seems to like. We should set up like a like a grinder or a or a or a Tinder for, for role playing roller. We'll call it roller. Where you like roller. Can just left swipe or right swipe, right? And eventually, you get enough likes that people are going to be in all these games. Well, there's no dating apps like for gamers, but there is like nearby gamers. There are there are there are sites that. That You're killing the joke, Stu. You're killing the joke. Yeah, for those of you out there that are good at coding, let's make up a roller. Kimmy's right. She gets, uh, she what gets you, 10% what you get of that. What are you going to swipe, though? You left swipe for people we that are douchebags. We liked playing bags. with you. We didn't like we playing didn't with like you. But so you have to play. You have to meet them first. That's... Right, but no. then, but right, but then you can see what other people have rated them from other games. Right. You're like, oh, everybody's right. disliked them, so I don't want to invite them into exactly. the game. <clears throat> It's not going to be quite as immediate. You can't just left swipe mm. if they look ugly. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> there, there is a, a built-in sort of rating system that has to happen first. But it's not... You know, most important, can they lie about their age? Ooh, that's important. <laughs> wow, that's... Well, if you have alcohol... Speaking of someone who's been on a few dating apps... I've been dating a lot recently. It <laughs> just got awkward. <laughs> Did you think that that might be a problem? Yeah, uh, okay. Are, are, we, are we done with this email? Sure. Okay, speaking of game cards... <laughs> We have one coming up, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. We yeah. have one coming up in February, um, President's Day weekend, strategicon.net. Off the top of your head, do you know when the last day to submit games is? I don't know. It's going to be... There's games up now. There's quite a bit of stuff up right now. Stupid jib. Uh, no, there's a ton of stuff up. <laughs> I know. Um, it's going to be in probably January, but I don't word? know. But so we can still submit games now? Absolutely. I haven't okay. put my kids in yet. Okay. <laughs> I, in fact, my, both my kids are coming. Oh, nice. so, Yes. Yay. So I'm going to be running... I'm trying to. I got to talk to um, Sandoval and figure out what to do. But I want to run them in the RPG section, and I want to not reserve it. But I want to, in the text, encourage people who are bringing their kids to sign up for this game because this is a game for gamers and their kids. Yes, as opposed to yeah. Well, you can set that in the age for your game. You can put. You can say it. You can. You can say kids only, family. Yes. So I would put family, but I want to make sure that people know. Yeah. This isn't... Please bring a child if you're coming. You know what's cool? Well, I don't want... I mean, there are people who are bringing their kids, but my my point is I want to... If someone's got kids and they're they're looking for role-playing, I want to make sure they see this and they'll... You know what's cool yeah. is like five, six years ago when we, when we started going to the convention and started this whole thing up again, it was just like Fat Beards and us and then Kimmy was like the only girl. <laughs> woman. And and we, we went to these conventions and it was always, you know, it's kind of cool. And, we, 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 but, and now... I show up and there's all these other women playing and, and running and people are bringing their families in this yeah. is a legitimate thing with kids that are bored and want to game and there is no place Tomes for them has, to game Tomes has brought his daughter for yeah, at years least now. four years yeah. how, old, how old is she? Yeah, eight now mm-hmm. okay. I want to say she's that's eight. starting young that's no starting young. and she was she's Kids, I just love this stuff. We went from a bunch of fat beards <coughs> and suspenders to people bringing their families. This is this yeah. is now we should. I we should not wear suspenders. Well, I, I beg your pardon. <laughs> well, I've mentioned it a couple times. Good day, sir. But I would love, I, and we can, I don't know if we can do it for this convention, but I'd love to do a thing where we all GM one game for kids, and then we kind of debrief on it and talk about the challenges of it and what. Or I mean, some people aren't interested in it at all. 
But right. like it'd be fun. For, like I could do one, you could do one. Mm -hmm. You know, people who are interested in doing it, and then debrief and talk about like how can we bring the hobby? Because there's a lot of systems out there working to do it. Laser ponies, Hero Kids. Right. There's tons of systems on Drive Through RPG. Well, one of the two you games I'm going to run. Is, one of the two games I'm going to run is Swords and Wizardry. Nice. I'm going to make. Nice. I'm going to make fifth level nice. characters. White box or? Well, it. it I don't know. Did you bet the book? No, it's the book. Got it. Complete. Yeah. Listen, but you might want to look at white. You box. guys, you guys are weak. You could do a Savage Worlds kids game. I could run a freak yeah. show with Savage Worlds. It's like he's sure. dog boy, he's pup boy, mm -hmm. right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could, you can, you can easily customize this stuff and then rock Savage Worlds. It's like here are my here are the well, that, skills you got. Be, just people have specifically. Oh, yeah. Apparently, there's yeah. there's some kids out there who specifically want to play D and D. Yeah. All right. And they don't play yeah. some some cheap knockoff. And then, and that is as close as you can get to the original D and D without actually. Spending a thousand dollars to go buy nice. the white box. I'll just play AD and D, just Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. No, I want to play the scaled down, yeah, right. yeah, the earlier version. You agree to disagree. I, mean, <laughs> I, th I think I think you can run because uh, uh, Tim Grafham, old friend of ours, actually ran and is maybe still running Advanced Dungeons and Dragons for, for his kids. kids, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he has a whole he, and it works. He had a whole it party worth of kids. Yes, yeah. yes, he does. <laughs> and when I visited him a couple of years ago, I played, and it still works. It's still like. It's like putting on that comfortable pair of shoes. He you might actually have a oh whole basketball team worth of Tom, kids. Tom, <laughs> At least to, uh, to feel. Anyway. <laughs> Tom said that uh, his daughter considers the podcast TV so that we're basically famous to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's even cuter now. We swear too much. Why are you looking at Oh, no. No, but yeah, I'm sure he just references it. I don't think she probably I is, hope so, please. is learning. Yes. She knew the theme song earlier. She was singing really? the theme song. You know... The, <laughs> Did, well, was she whistling it? Because it's also the Soviet national anthem. A lot of kids know that. Maybe, she, yeah. <laughs> totally. Most of the kids in Russia. I work at a school, I can say. <laughs> Except for the ones perhaps in, in Crimea, which I'm trying to forget it. Anyway, the thing is, if you really wanted to run legit D&D, Wizards of the Coast has released almost all of their back catalog on PDF now. Have they released the white box? Yes, they have. Yeah, but okay. don't but don't do the white box. No. The white box is amazingly hard to understand. No, it is. I like. The... I, I went. <laughs> I, I I've got a Swords and Wizardry book that actually you gave me before we actually met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I liked the layout of it, and it was very well organized. Yeah. So. I got the PDF for the computer. Why are you guys like, trying to come up with I would just run a D&D &D game and say, well, but see you, that, you're a bunch of street urchins. I don't you're the, have, you have a sword. You I have don't a... have D&D &D okay, anymore. Right. You can, but the, the Errol Otis decorated basic set, which is amazing. That guy, you can that get, guy gives me headaches. His stuff is weird. Oh, I love his stuff, dude. It's awesome. I don't like the way he spells his name. E-R-O-L. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm never sure whether to say Errol or Errol or Errol. Well, like Errol, like Errol Flynn. That's right? what I, that's, yeah. yeah but... But that's a double. But anyway, you can get R. you can get that PDF. Yeah. You can get the the rule cyclopedia, oh. which is the ultimate. Well, I, but I just got I just got Sandy. Swords and Wizardry. Uh, no, I'm just no, I'm just saying to to address Stork's point. I just got point, this whole thing and I'm planning it already. To address Stork's point, if you wanted to run legit early Dungeons and Dragons, you can legally other now versions, do right. that. You can go and grab it. Wizards has released it all now. Right. Well, maybe not all, but the majority of it. Yeah. They even re-released first edition and second edition, the core three books and all a bunch of. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I've seen there that. are great games designed for children <coughs> out there, but I challenge any of us actually could run. You could run a great ga kids game in GURPS. I know you could. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I yeah. know you could. But they want D and D. Yeah. 
Well, you can run a great D and D game in groups. I'm going to. <laughs> well, and I, I, the thing I liked, I mean, it depends on when you're, what age group you're talking about with kids. Like the l- group we ran at the last convention was super young. They were yes. like six to eight or something. Um, and so that like Zachary was the oldest one, and he was nine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nine. Okay. Yeah. So like it was super young. So having a kind of simplified mechanic and yeah. having you know the coloring, <laughs> the yeah. coloring book character sheets and all that stuff was very helpful for that game. But if you're talking more like Listen, nine to twelve, Mook takes all the rules away from yeah. all of us. Mook could run a kids game in GURPS Stu and, could and run it would it. be so awesome. Yeah, yeah. and you yeah. could Absolutely. run it. It'd be so awesome. It just takes Dude, you just take all of that stuff Star away Wars from them, and you're too. like, I want to hit it, and you go D&D roll your dice. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't yeah. have to run the FFG, but. Because chicken entrails. So, oh, because <laughs> chicken entrails. Well, yeah, I don't know. Reading right? the dice is going to be yes. complicated for that. It is. It's tea leaves. Like it'll be like the, four turns. The fatigue the of having to come up with some twist with every freaking roll. Yeah. Yeah. No, but still, <clears throat> Star Wars Savage Worlds or right. something. Oh, I guess you would, because if you roll those certain faces, there's a twist that comes up, and you have to be able to say, yeah. Nice to have you with us, Tim. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never, I've never played FFG. I never, yeah. I've never played it. Shut the fuck up, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, register. You're out of your league. Sorry. Register your game by January 27th. Okay, you got time. And so sign up. Uh, oh, first January 28th. Is he listening? Hmm? No, she brought. No, no, no. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, I got a space phone. So yeah. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have both. It goes to space. It does all sorts of futuristic. So I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have both kids. Stuff. So I may I may just run one game. I just yeah. got emails from Stu. Yeah. I'm not sure I, if I'll just run one in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I'll t- like because they're gonna want to go to the pool. Yeah. And we're not staying through Monday because they're on a prison stay. I'm so. not planning actually being there. I haven't even got a hotel room yet because my schedule has been so whacked. Right. I I'm tired of being burned. So. This year I'm going to take a break and then I, we'll see. If I, if I have time off, I will just show up and do the day. But I'm not nice. going to carry right. the game. Yeah. I well, mean, we'll do after the last game and I've... We will do I've also got GM fear like Gina does. Huh? Oh, do you? Well, this Were last game it? I got so stunned. Oh, no. I felt you know, so awful about it. No, see, my mistake, you got to get back on the horse. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I just... I'm the bike I'm a, or the... Yeah. I have a hard time... Or mainline time heroin. <clears throat> pain. Whatever that was. For a hotel room when I'm 35 minutes away, yeah. you know what I mean? That's it's just like no, not when the game gets done at one in the right? morning and you're talking till two. And, and there's nothing better than going to the bar and charging everything to your room. It's so awesome. It's, it's like it's like the drinks are free. Room. It's like it's free. <laughs> you have to pay it when you it's go. Wee. They just send you a bill and you're like done. <laughs> yeah, I, I just that's tomorrow Tim's problem. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's sober Tim's problem. It's <laughs> easier for me because then I can convince my husband it's like a vacation for him because he just hangs out like in the room and like and it's comes a to dinner. Right and they have, right. a they have a nice pool and four jacuzzis. Yes, yes. so I can game and he can just chill out. The last time I <laughs> which stayed, I found I last time I was spending so much money I that I just didn't have. I know. Yeah, Luke is saying he's thinking of running another Bunnies and Burrows games. Awesome. Oh, the Mook is here. The Mook is with us. Richard, Richard Adams passing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mook, you could run. You, I know you could run a group game, game that kids would love. Yes. I mean, seriously, you could do you could do your signature game for kids and make them all street urchins. Mm-hmm. Come on, kids. they would love it. Game. <laughs> right? <laughs> if 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 Mook runs a, a, a Bunnies and Burrows game, I would just like oh, to sit so and good. watch. It was good. Because when I when I collected GURP stuff, I got Bunnies and Burrows because. It was written by Stefan O'Sullivan, who is mm-hmm. a game designer I, I respect. He also wrote Fudge. Yes. Is it Stephen or Stefan? Stefan. Didn't I say? Did I say Stephen? You said Stefan. Yeah, is it Stefan? It's Stefan. S T E F F A N. It could be Stefan. 
It could also be Steven. <laughs> Two Fs? Yeah. We're okay. not people names. spell, oh, people <laughs> spell it, shit it weird. It depends on what part of Norway they're from. What, it, that's true. Um, but then <laughs> I read it, but then I read it, and I was like, this could be fun to run. But then I, as I read it, I, I was like, how would I run a game of this? Like, I couldn't see how yeah. to make it work. Right. But someone like Mook could make that shit work. Yeah. And I, I would love to just sit and watch and see how that how <laughs> Mook right now is going, street urchins. Mm. <laughs> um, All right, diversity. But, hold one second. Okay. One more tangent. Okay. Has everyone seen Travelers yet on Netflix? No. no. There's more the emails. I got. I got another blank page. I got no. I got no more pages. Traveler, you can read Travelers is a um, a uh, time travel show. It's like twelve or thirteen episodes. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. In Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. Netflix original. The first season just came out. It's yeah. fantastic. And it is like a role player said, I'm going to write a a series that will be perfect to adapt for a role playing game. <laughs> it's fantastic. Anyway, sorry. Really? Yeah. What's the premise? Uh, there are people coming back from the future to save the world. Yeah. And they can only come back, they have to come back at a time later than the than the the previous person was sent. Okay. So there's people who've been here for a, a long time, and then like the the main characters, the party, because every every group of travelers has a historian. Uh, they have a hacker. They have a leader, and then well the the, the main cast has like two basically fighters. Really? And it's it's it, it, it they build a party. And, and like they're all brought back, and you in the first episode you see them all, and, w- and the way they're brought back is they find people who are going to die, and just before they die, if it's a an avoidable death, uh-huh. they basically send the consciousness of one of their travelers into that person. He takes over their their oh, their, so their bodies. It's uh, Assassin's Creed. I, I've oh, never yeah. I've never seen a Assassin's Creed. La Femme Nikita. La Femme Nikita, where all these people died, but they didn't actually die. They okay. become assassins for the government. Kind of. So, and then they take over, and they take over their lives. But what the one of the th- one of the themes of the show? It's not really spoilers. Is that there's emotions have a biology to them that doesn't go away when the consciousness changes. So you're finding these these people are brought back from the future. You know, I'm, I'm Traveler Eight Three One Six. And I'm now in this guy who's got a wife, and what? I kind of feel like I love her. That not, kind of thing. Not at first, but very as the series goes on, it, it becomes very yes. That so does start to kind of happen. Amazing. These people are, are are making connections. Like this this uh, one woman uh, traveler comes into a woman who's got a you know, I'm gonna guess six month old baby. And then you know things happen later on where it's like oh there's definitely an attachment there. So they continue on in that person's life. Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. They have to, and they're all avoidable deaths. So they just avoid the death. And they keep avoid. The life they, going. they know exactly what what what's going to happen, and then they go in. It's heaven can and wait. take them over. Kind of. Remember yeah. heaven can wait, where yes. he just he gets dropped into different people until they kind of. Yeah. But you don't. You never right? leave. Your your oh, your there. your body is gone yeah. in the future, and you live here now. Oh wow! Because the future is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. They're like clamoring to leave it. Can anybody oh, wow. be a traveler? 
Well, there's a. Or there, only there, certain people get selected. There, I think the only certain people are selected, and the, whatever your number is, the lower your number, the more important you are to the organization. That's interesting. Because at one point, people with like three digit numbers show up, and they're is like that important. Amazon? What is that? It's 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 a Netflix, Netflix. original. That's that seems like something that you sounds... can do in groups really you well. You can do it. In, those... Oh my god! It, but, it is built but, to be a role playing game. But those those um. Those dependencies and emotional connections oh, yeah. could could be done just like the duty rules or yeah. a sense of duty rule where yep. it's like, ah, oh, roll 3d6. <laughs> yeah, you really feel attached to that baby right now. Yep. Oh, yeah. that'd be trick. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of inspirations, actually, I've just spent like the last month playing Witcher 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. And then the add-on. Have you played the add-ons? No. The add-on is almost better. Both oh. of them are almost better than the actual game. So good. But every one of those quests they send you on yeah. is a campaign. Yeah. I, I'm really? like, oh, wait, they give you this little question, you can solve it. And I'm like, I could easily take these and turn it into a campaign. I could actually transcend this and put it in modern times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is such a well-written, <clears throat> smart game. And then the overarching plot. Anyway, the add-on. Have you seen the unicorn yet? Fantastic. Yeah, the, the stuffed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity. Diversity. <laughs> Gaming tables from Walt in Rhode Island. Now, Walt was on the show once. <laughs> was yeah. was I remember that. Mm-hmm. I must have been hammered. Really? Greetings, and, and one day we'll have people back on again. Yeah. Greetings, Where Jackie As soon as we figure it out. I'm a long-time listener, one-time voicemailer, and one-time guest host. No, he hey. didn't say so. He's got one off me because oh. I've never been a voicemailer. Uh, I'm writing you because Stu said in the last show, episode 1807, that there were only a, only five email backlog. This yeah. led me to wonder if a lack of emails could lead you to drink and yell at each other in private on a Friday night. We can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how in private it would be. Yeah. <laughs> On to my question. How do you bring diversity to a session where the time period of the settings discourages it? This is kind of what you were just saying. To yell uh-huh. at each other's privates? Does having a medieval <laughs> European knight named Yu Ling Bai or having a non-Scandinavian Viking break the setting? I look forward to the discussion, dissection, and disposal of my email. Thank you for what you do to the community that you have built. Best regards, Walt from Rhode Island. P.S. P.S.'s in emails are weird. He said P. Uh, why are you still doing this? P P P S. You're embarrassing yourself. P P P S. Stop reading. P P P P S. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, you know what? My my email has blank pages, so I had to you know read. that was the whole it, email. It, I know, I know, but I, I well, had to read Kimmy's. I, that's okay. Email. I didn't even remember to print mine out. That's why I have <laughs> the iPad open. That's why I'm staring at the iPad. I'm not like surfing the internet. I'm actually so, reading. What was the I think. I, I think. How do you bring diversity to a diversity session to yeah. where the time period of the setting discourages it? Like, like having a European knight named yeah. Yuling by or having a non-Scandinavian Jackie. I think of that, and all I can think of is Thirteenth Warrior. If you didn't do that kind of stuff, Thirteenth Warrior would never have happened. Right. Because uh, you've got. A party of Vikings, and they're in Viking lands doing Viking shit. And then you've got this Arabian dude, right? Yeah, the Vikings. Well, let me ask you that. Now, now, what what if Antonio Banderas was Antonio Banderas, and it was a female? What are you doing in in that situation? Well, that because that's that when you're talking about old settings, especially in Europe, and Mm -hmm. if someone wants to play a a woman who was a fighter or an adventurer, we've we've actually she would. Okay. Uh, we've actually discussed this a number of times on the show. Yeah. And I'm of the opinion that you're not playing a historical recreation mm-hmm. or recreation, rather. Well, it depends on what, what you depends, want out of yeah, it. Right, right. Yeah. You can, but, but I don't. So if right. someone wants to play, you know, Joan of Arc as a normal, you know, Mm. medieval European knight, yeah, knock stuff out. Yeah, there are women knight. There's one right there. Mm. Right. And that's just. 
No, yeah, I think you just introduce characters that that people would not necessarily expect in that setting, but that exist in real life. Like, and fiction is filled with people like that. Absolutely, and real life is filled. With people yeah, the like game that. I I talked about just playing uh, my character, who's uh, you know a fighter character, um, you know, gets in this badass battle with this captain of this leviathan mm-hmm. hunter. And it, the character is dressed like a woman, and then when I end up killing the character, and the, you know, the mask falls off, it's a, it's a young boy. But like I didn't expect that, mm-hmm. but that was awesome mm-hmm. because right. it's just real life in my fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you can find there's always, um, like I mean, and even Europe was much more diverse than we think about it as. It's true. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Probably, there were people yeah. trading. There yeah. were people who were captured and brought different places. Absolutely. Um, I mean, there were. I mean, because of Roman times, there were roadways all through Europe and the Middle East. It was very culturally diverse because yeah. of the Romans. Absolutely. Uh, there were people that were working for the Romans that uh, working. <laughs> yeah. That ended up not working well, anymore. It was culturally diverse in that. There were a lot of horrible foreigners yes. in our lands. Yes. I mean, right. It really wasn't a diverse place well, as far as the well, culture and, goes. And the Romans, <laughs> the Romans were the horrible foreigners in many lands. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, of yeah. course. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, you had places like Jerusalem where there were literally people for, coming from all oh, different oh, sure. countries. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, and you, I mean, eventually, depending on what time period you're talking about, you do start having multiple religions there, and they are somehow coexisting. Whether it's successful or not would be an interesting thing to put in a campaign. Well, it, it, um, what, what if you just take this, this whole thing more literally? Like, he's, he's talking about people from different time periods and different... No, different he's problems. talking about running a historical game. Yeah. I mean, okay, because all I was thinking was sort of Bill and Ted. Oh. <laughs> Now he's talking about like Dude, if you're running travel, bro. A, medi- a medieval European campaign, and you have a knight named Yuling Bai. Yeah. Who's I, no? I'm yeah. I'm gonna play like I, I wander the earth. You know what? Yuling Bai definitely came down. Definitely came down as my bodyguard from the Silk Road. Sure, why not? Yeah. Like, I mean, the spice merchants and you can Silk always, Road. You can always find York. find that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 It reminds it's me just, of. Are just people are people. Like right. there doesn't have to be you know. A necessarily an, an explanation for you know it's slave trade or you know Athelstan with the Vikings or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like in most people. in most games, especially like in fantasy games, you're not playing the 99 percent of the people out there anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right. 99 percent of the people yeah. out there anyway are never going to travel more than yeah know, half a day's yeah. walk away from their, their home. House, ever. They've never met anyone that they're not related to or that, that one of their children is eventually they going to marry. stay in Hobbiton and make tobacco. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> it reminds me a lot of the Weird Wars Rome game that Gina yeah. and I played in. We were all Roman soldiers, every one of us, except for Gina who played a... We were set up in um, England, so she yeah. was a, a native Gaelic archer. Right. Yeah. There's female Gaelic there's archer. There's absolutely no reason that well, that would not be... Unlikely. Well, no. Not at who, all. No, who was Bodicea? Bodicea? Yeah. What was her name? Boudica. 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 I don't yeah. know how it's pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. But you know how I'm talking about? That, that yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. CCIA or and, something. Yeah. And the Vikings had, like, the shield maidens. Like, sure. And yeah. while it's yeah. played up in the Vikings TV show, it's a little yeah. bit more than it was. Like, they actually had female warriors. So there were um, certain instances where you could have a female. Yeah. If you really are trying to stick to... Like things that actually existed, even though they probably wouldn't be where you are. 
Like, there's ways to get creative like that. Listen, yeah. Art, yeah. Listen Celtic um, so archers were yeah. all male and, and female. You had to hunt rabbits. And if you can shoot a rabbit sure. with a bow, you can easily hit a guy well, on, a, Tom on a horse. Tom says something, uh, so does Lloyd, that uh, Tom says many older cultures accepted many things, and it is through a modern and sometimes uh, puritanical lens that we interpret or whitewash totally. history. Yeah. Totally. And then Sployd says middle-aged Spain was controlled by the Moors. Absolutely. Yeah. So they weren't just all white people. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that and, weird when swamps control a country? And and we all think of oh, we all think of the different kind of sorry yeah. different kind of Moors. Oh, we, yeah. we all think of women as being helpless because of the Victorian sort of upbringing. It's like, right. but when you were when you were living in medieval times, you had to go out and hunt rabbit. You had to yeah. go out and, and right. skin skin fowl. You had to killing and shooting and stabbing things mm-hmm. was everybody. Uh, they're much better at knives yep. and archery than we ever were. Or are. I oh, guarantee yeah. you. <laughs> so <laughs> when push came to shove and someone's invading your country, the women grabbed yeah, bows everybody. and probably shot the hell out of those Romans. Shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like what Walt's saying is you just, you introduce it as mm-hmm. that's what it is. I didn't mean to get sexist. I'm blaming Stu. But, Stu got the whole sex thing. Yeah. But, but I think. Well, uh, that's, <coughs> you start talking about diversity, you're only talking about race. You're, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about your Roman game again. Like, Mm -hmm. there were, like, opposite ends of the Roman Empire that you may not even speak the same same language. Oh, yeah. And you'd both be Roman soldiers. Absolutely. So completely different skin colors, completely different. The vast majority of their army was not Roman. No. By the the, the late empire. You could have an Egyptian. You could have someone from (laughs) Germania. You could have someone from, like, the the British Isles. Like, this crazy mix of of people, um, you know, that, that... while they have this unifying factor of who they serve, like mm-hmm. could be completely different. Yep. But I think it was the was it the Weird Wars Rome, Rome book that had an actual saying about like, yeah, you know, you could play a woman if you wanted to. Yeah. It was kind of not camp, historically camp accurate. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to play a camp follower or something, that'd be totally awesome. Or like a native scout or, or a native a scout. But but you know, yeah. if you wanted to play a a, a Roman soldier that's female, that might not be a hundred percent historically accurate. But you know. Go for it if you really yeah. want to. I mean, I think they actually that's went kind through that. Yeah. That's kind of what no, L5R so I'm yeah. totally playing yeah. a female camp follower who is in charge of all the urchins that then go and like, <laughs> gather information throughout the entire legion. Mm. And, and then she's the one you go to for, I'm totally doing this. <laughs> all of she, she runs the whole sort of, you know, camp following thing that they do. But mm. she also is a sub... Yeah, that's so awesome. She's like the the... Espionage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't the, you be? Yeah. If everybody overlooks her. Yeah. And well, all the kids. That's, well, that's kind of what uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, because that, that game very much says um, these are the roles for men and these are the roles for women. Yeah. 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 However, th- there are, th- when it comes to like court intrigue and such, Mm-hmm. That's where women excel in that mm-hmm. game. So they actually L five R does it too. It's almost it's almost like in uh, in a um, Shadowrun game. Like, all the courtiers. Well, yeah, no. but there's that role, but it doesn't the, specify women can no. only be this role. No, it doesn't. You're right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that it's but, but it's almost like if you're if you. It's like there's there's the real world game, and then there's like the. Like like Decker's in uh, in in Shadowrun, there's like a a, a second realm Mm -hmm. or whatever. 
so like the social, the, and that I mean that that, that exists in L five R two really. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the social aspect, the court aspect, as opposed to the mm-hmm. fighting. And the killing. bottom line is, you're running a you're running a role playing game. You can you, yeah. your Do world is whatever well, world you want to make it. Yeah, absolutely, and it depends on what you want. I mean, if you want to play rigidly, you know, like uh, Sagas of the Icelanders does that too, where the woman the playbook is different than the man playbook. And I mean, even Tolkien had. Well, they didn't do so well with the females. They had to rewrite it for the movies. But there, but there were humans and dwarves and elves, and they there was history with them. Some of them didn't get along. Yeah. Um, and that can make your campaign richer. It can, and that, yeah. it's your world. You know what? Come up with your own reason. Come up with your own uh, rules when it comes to well, women stayed home for for the humans, but when it comes to the elves, they're all fine. Whatever it is, and it's a game. You're trying to have fun. It's a yeah. game. You're trying to have fun, and the, the diversity <coughs> comes actually from you, or non-diversity comes from you as the mm-hmm. GM. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's kind of a non-starter to me, which is you make as big a deal out of it as you want or not. Anything else you want to knock over while you come back in? He knows how to make an entrance. More wine. But but the point is that you can make a big deal out of it or not. You just It's your world. You just yeah. Do it. I think it's Four a really good question, though. Yeah, I mean, and then you kind of run into the thing, though. I think one challenge that you can run into um is especially, I mean, at your normal gaming table, you may not run into it because, you know, there's only four or five people there. But with us, broadcasting, like, I have, you know, there's yeah. been times where I've been nervous about playing a character of a different race or something like that because uh, some people are not comfortable with that. So that's also something that you may want to keep in mind um, if you have someone at the table who may not be comfortable with something. Um, so just kind of keep oh, that Wait till the next Vast Dominions. Right. Really? Because Vast Dominions is like... It's like a parody of the of a simpler time. That's right. kind of the whole point. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things, like, I myself, like, I'm playing a Native American. I have some Native American blood, but it's, like, it's not part of my, like, I'm not part of that right. culture. Right. So I have, I, you know, I've been trying to do a lot of research and being very... Right, because you don't want to... <laughs> Right, I don't you want don't to wanna... accused of cultural appropriation yes. of these things. Absolutely. So I'm and to or inv- just do a bad imitation, right? Right, you don't want to fall into like the stereotype. Like we almost did with the L5R. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. 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 What your audience and the people at the table are going to be comfortable with? Sure, yeah, and what they're going to interpret from things. Response to ambush and capture. Has anyone not read? Was it back uh, to me? Me? Gina hasn't read it, but it's long. How about if I do half? We you can split you do it half, up. and I'll, I'll do the other. Okay. Ambush and capture. It sounds. It sounds like a, like a really nice perfume. Venerable Venable and the Doucheteer. Nice. Uh, what did we decide this is? Blood drug. Blood drug. Blood drug. Uh, from the forums here, and I wanted to comment on the ambush email that Kurt Hanna, a.k.a. Gout Liver. Best <laughs> nickname ever. Gout Liver. Gout Liver. <laughs> Is it Gout Liver or Goat Liver? <laughs> Gout Liver remember. sounds awesome. Um, sent for episode eighteen one. Here's the story of how I handled an ambush and capture in a game I ran. I used some rails to motivate the players to action, but I don't feel it was excessive. I would like the Happy Jack's point of view on my story, though. Warning, this is a bit long. Uh, First, a bit of context. The players consisted of a Mary Sue, a Min Maxer, two passive souls, and a thespian. Wow. Right? 
the characters they played were a group of treasure hunters roaming the world for fame and fortune. The two passive souls were both playing beautiful female elf types. One a brunette and the other a redhead. They this always is, redheads. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and they had different color eyes. Uh, this is relevant later. Uh, over the course of a few sessions, I had been dropping hints that the dark-haired elf bore a striking resemblance to an elf queen of ages long past. The players did some in-game research and discovered the elf queen was a tyrant and had been banished, defeated by heroes of yore. However, they didn't pursue the hook any further. Mm -hmm. Their travels led them to take a job working for some shifty elven folk. The job involved recovering artifacts from a ruined elven city rumored to be on the seafloor. The PCs had been hired by a cult that of elves familiar. that hoped does, yeah. to resurrect <laughs> the tyrant queen and were convinced that the brunette elf was the second coming. While I hadn't used a clue by four, I felt I had sprinkled in plenty of hints and clues that the cultists were up to no good and had taken a special interest in the brunette elf. All the while, I was looking for an opportunity to have the cultists kidnap uh, the brunette elf and perform their ritual to implant the spirit of the tyrant queen into her. <coughs> oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Finally, the session came where I had my chance. The PCs were out on a barge and had managed to find the ruined underwater <coughs> The cultists attacked from a speedy sloop, fully intending to kidnap the brunette <coughs> elf. The Mary Sue and the Minmaxer managed to kill most of the cultists, <laughs> including the head honcho. Um, however, in the confusion of the battle, the red-headed elf had fallen overboard. Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> Just danger-prone Daphne. Right. <laughs> one of the minion cultists pulled her out of the water and figuring one beautiful female elf was as good as any <laughs> other, he took her and magicked himself back to shore. Green eyes! I will marry them both! Indeed! <laughs> the players were aghast. And I could tell that Mary Sue was starting to get upset as I hand-waved the chase. Oops. I bounced between scenes where the red-haired elf is drugged and carted through the countryside, and the rest of the PCs are just a few hours behind the cultists, but not quite catching up. Oh, wait, wait, The red-haired elf is a player character, right? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Both of the elves are. That's a bit weird. Uh, the main group of PCs finally get back to the town where they were originally hired and start asking questions to see if anyone has seen the red-haired elf. I switch scenes to the red-haired elf as the ritual to have the tyrant queen spirit implanted begins. At this point, the players are almost frothing at the mouth to kill the cultists and rescue the red-haired elf. Can we call her Ginger Elf instead? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It trips off the tongue. And Marianne Elf. Right. <laughs> uh, of course, the PCs then find the cultists hideout and proceed to rescue the red-haired, uh, the Ginger, Ginger Elf, elf. <laughs> while stomping much ass. Uh, the Mary Sue and the Minmexer got to use their awesomeness to rescue their friend. The Thespian got to save the Ginger Elf in the nick of time. And the Brunette Elf, or Marianne Elf, we said? Yeah. yeah. The Marianne Elf felt guilty when it became clear it was her cultist. It was the cultist, <laughs> clear, cl it was clear. The cults were after her. The, the cultists, cultists were after, after her, her. her the whole time. Okay. Because uh, dudes always like Marianne better than Ginger. Because... <laughs> Well, yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. 
Mary, it's not just dudes. <laughs> Mary Ann was. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah. dude I, I, growing up, it was black and white. I realized she's like all over Dan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ginger pasty. Mary Ann tan. She's, she's a little oh, There were no tan lines. <laughs> if you're on a desert, I'm just saying. Right? A whole new whole new story opened up in my mind. Right. Once I got a color TV and watched Gillian's Island. Little, little, all of a sudden you thought, wow, Bob Denver story. didn't have it so bad after all. No, I was I was like forty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ginger's hot minutes. Yeah, oh yeah. Color. Oh yeah. But Mrs. Howell. She's grateful. Boom, boom. And and rich. I bet she's dirty. I can be a kept man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Dirty Mrs. Howell. Dirty Mrs. Howell. I'll stay home and clean the, clean the pool. I'll be Ooh, love it. Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's, that's being got <laughs> to save a, a ginger elf in the nick of time. The brunette elf felt guilty when she made clear the colors were after her the whole time. Thurston Howell again, because that was spot on. I got to say. Love it. Love it. Oh, the sweat. Oh, love it. That's really good. I loved that show. I watched that show Every time it was on, I never missed it. It's still funny. It still holds up. And and uh, uh, Jim Backus, best last name ever, by the way. Jim Backus, like, oh, nails God, that character. Now. Hmm? Yes. Yeah. Nails that character. Yes. To the point where he like couldn't do anything else, even though he was Magoo. I was going to say, was well, he that's right. Magoo? He was, he was, he was, Magoo. He was yeah. the dad in um, uh, uh, James... James... Jeez. Oh, uh, uh, carry on. It'll, it'll hit me and I'll shout it out <laughs> in the middle of the notes. Ferris Bueller. Rebel without, no. <laughs> Rebel without a cause. Thank you. You knew where I was going with that. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks for fixing that. No problem. Uh, uh, the, 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 after the whole time, and the ginger elf ended up with another presence in her head and the assurance that the other PCs would do whatever it took to save her. The players all became more emotionally invested in their characters. Sadly, though, the game ended shortly after this session due to scheduling issues. Scheduling! I feel like this was one of the more successful moments as a GM, but it was mostly due to luck and little bits of Happy Jack-inspired improv at the right time. Hopefully this sparks some aha moments as ways to weave ambush and capture into the storyline. Blood drug. I gotta give Ginger Elf high props because yeah. Ginger Elf sounds like she just sort of like shut up and went with whatever right. the GM was gonna do. She got kidnapped, yeah. she got drug around. And there and are all this plenty stuff. of players who would not do that. Right? They were like, I try to get. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on with me? Why? I need to get out. I, I want to roll. Why? I kill myself. I right. I'm make a new character. How much? What do I have to roll to kill myself with a dagger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see this not working with a lot of groups because like Ginger Ginger Elf would. Uh, I mean, if I were playing Ginger Elf, I would be. Pissed that my that I had nothing to do. do you it gave it, me no opportunity. Do you think it, part of it is they saw where this is going? They saw where this is going. They saw where this is going, and then it's like, wait, what? They took the ginger Maybe. elf. They didn't take the brunette elf. Right. And it's like we can't have that. Did you say you would be pissed if you were the ginger elf and you yeah. didn't have anything to do? Well, here's what happens: ginger elf gets kidnapped and yeah. then gets moved around, and all the rest of the player characters are trying to rescue. Ginger Elf. And she doesn't do anything. She She doesn't get to... The player doesn't get to to do anything. She doesn't get to escape. She doesn't get to... Because... It seemed like it was a while because they, like, stopped and they had to do some, like, investigation in town. Although, it sounds like it was all the same um, session, session, so that's helpful. Because that'd be crazy if it was, like, multiple sessions. Well, it even says right here, the players were aghast, and I could tell that Mary Sue was starting to get upset as I hand-waved the chase. Yeah. Well, I think Mary Sue is the brunette elf. Oh, no, oh. So maybe no, Mary Sue was the other character. 
Because there was Mary Sue, Min Maxer, two beautiful elven something. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was a totally another character. Yeah. <coughs> but I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. What, pretty much what Kimmy's saying, which mm-hmm. is like there was some inability to have some agency. If, or, if you're going to do that, your player who is going to be the kidnap victim needs to have buy-in. You either need to pull them aside and say, listen, you trust me, you'll get a ton of XP, you, whatever it is, the carrot that it needs to get them to right. just shut up and trust me. Mm-hmm. This will be fun. <laughs> Well, it sounds like Shut up and trust me. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else you're going to do, right? Well, it sounded like it really worked. Yeah, it did. So that's it cool. Yeah. Um, and it really, like, brought people into the story. I, I mean, I think you're right. We should always kind of caution against, like, totally kidnapping a character without a heads up. Which, it sounds like it was, like, improv. Because it, it was like, right. she was gonna, he was going to kidnap yeah. the brunette. But then they fought off the people. So he's like, all right, they're going to take this one. Well, she fell in the water for some reason, right? Just so mm-hmm. she maybe failed something. Some or... roll or something. It, yeah. it would be totally cool. It's like they go to rescue her and she like, you know, shows up. I'm like, what are you guys doing? We're going to go rescue. What are you doing? I, I got it on myself. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you right. guys doing here? I'll scooby Doo. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what happens in Force Awakens. Right. Where like, like what? She's over there calling on the big thing. We're here to <laughs> rescue you. It's not a rescue if you've rescued yourself. <laughs> Stop rescuing yourself. <laughs> Stop rescuing Get yourself. Get back in that cell so we can come and rescue you. You stay here and make you sure know, he, doesn't he doesn't leave. leave. He doesn't leave. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I like turning things on its head. Like, personally, yeah. I mean, having... You know, the, the beautiful elf ingenue who needs to be rescued, like... Well, it totally worked for your game. Like, I would prefer to switch them on its head. Maybe it's the big male character that they want, and all the girls have to get together and rescue him. The beautiful and elf what? Ingenue. Gesundheit. What's it does? Ingenue? It's yeah. uh, someone who uses sex as a weapon to uh, control uh, and manipulate. Ingenue is like an up-and-coming... <laughs> Something tells me that's not true. I don't know if that is the actual dictionary definition. I might be. Let's see what the word definition of ingenue is. (laughs) Ingenue. Correct. It sounds French. (laughs) Oh, that's an actress. All right, whatever. (laughs) A girl, a young woman who is endearingly innocent and wholesome. Ah, okay. Boy, those French—they have a different word for everything. Ingenue may also refer to a new young actress or a one typecast in such roles. Ah, See also, damsel in distress. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Damsel in distrust. A stock character in literature, <laughs> films, role type theater. Generally, a girl of a young woman who is, who is endearingly innocent and wholesome, yes. as you say. Okay. So, all right. I'm kind of our ingenue. It's ingenue with an what? I. Yeah. I'm kind of our ingenue. Yeah. What? You heard me. What? Not to be confused he's with an ingenue kind of pair. Our ingenue. No, he's he's right. more of an ingenue pair than he is an ingenue. <laughs> ingenue. But that's great that it worked I'm, out so well for you. He's an ingenope. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's great that it worked out so well and it's great that your your group yeah yeah I think having those shared experiences and that's one of the reasons why a campaign can get so rich is because when you start a campaign you're like oh we have these backstory connections and it's like they're there but as you it's go through stuff it's not real yeah it's not right. real until you like suffer through things and you almost kill each other and no wait that's just you running a car into a building why did you run into because it made sense to me at the time I don't know I panicked <laughs> I have no shooting skills. What else am I supposed to do if there's a car there? That's an oddly specific example, Kimmy. (laughs) I've heard people call cars weapons. I have a driving skill. I have a particular set of driving skills. (laughs) That's it. I have a driving skill and a car. And a car and no shooting skills and a gun. So let's see. What can I do with this? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Put the gun on the accelerator and get out of the car. (laughs) So, I I, I mean, I think that, that... those type of experiences that really build the real 
history right. are what really like make connections meaningful and really get players, you know, playing off each other. Like our vampire game to start, like we're like, oh yes. Where you did use a card as a weapon. Again. I do that a lot. That's my I guess that's my setting things on fire. Except against a player. <laughs> yeah, yes. except you ran over a dog. It was totally wasn't a player. It was totally. just a big dog. It was just a big dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Burn in the chat was just like cars are effective against dogs. I hear. You know what? I, I had a dogs with mustache. It depends. Well, I, 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 I swerved and brake, braked and tried not to hit it, and it more hit me than the, than I hit it. But I was driving middle of the night, coming back from a party, and I was in a Mercury Montego. 1978, big car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, it's so big you got to call it the engine room when you're making a left turn. Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> 45 miles an hour down Studebaker in Long Beach. Dog runs out in the middle of the street, stops in my lane, looks at the headlights, turns toward him, and starts running at me. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> right, right. Started to fall aft, fall aft! <laughs> And, hard to port, hard to port. And I mean, Seriously, I locked, I, I locked the brakes up, but I was still moving when the dog hit, and the, and I smacked the dog. The dog fell and tumbled a couple times, got up, and went, and ran off. Oh my wow, God. that's crazy. Yeah. That's that didn't happen to me. No. Oh no. <laughs> and mine was only a Prius. There's a Prius, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a I'll Prius. I'll remind you of that next time I get hit by a car. <laughs> At least it wasn't a Prius. Um, I don't like I, that. But if your players are all cool and you're and they're willing to go in with this stuff, this is this is almost like the the prison break thing, which is you've got to have buy-in and you got to be able to trust your GM, mm-hmm. and that's the bottom line. It sounds like your players trust you, and it, and that's cool. I don't think everybody has that luxury, and everybody has that opportunity. I guess I maybe that's built up over time. Maybe it's also built up with like you have have, a, have to have a discussion. Say, guys, mm-hmm. trust me on this. Please don't freak out. There's right. reasons for this, or whatever it takes. But um, most of the time, I see people get in transit. And they're like, "Oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. really? Well, F you? How? What's? It, wait, what do I have to roll to kill myself?" Which is not. We joke about it, but that's actually happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 I think I don't know. It, it's more common that people don't get in transit, but when that when that does happen, it really sticks out in your mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it it? All right. I think so. We're good. No, no, I don't have a... Mine, mine has blank pages. I, think I'm, I, think I was, I was done like four God. emails ago. I'm going to end the shit. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us for Season 18, Episode 11 of Happy Chicks Happy Podcast. My name is Stu. I'm Proby Tim. This is Gina. Uh. <laughs> and I'm Kimmy. <laughs> That was oh, what did I do? I'm not hearing anyone now. <laughs> oh, it's turned out. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, uh, Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific time, happychecks.org slash live. Don't forget Strategicon coming up, President's Day weekend at the LAX Hilton Hotel. Yeah. The Paris Hilton Hotel. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Thank you very much. We'll leave you with a song. Yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good night.
The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum. Shall me there.